It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now, on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
keep your hands to yourself Fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Make It With Me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Valen. Hello, Patriots. The dogs moved the fucking camera. Yeah. They sure did. Yeah, Hold on, did. I'm going to fix it. All right. Fix the camera, please, because that is fucking annoying. Anyway. I knew Annie would knock into it earlier. Yeah, she did. Uh, yep. Oh, I forgot. Because <laughs> I, too, wear my sunglasses at night. Is that better? Yeah, to that's better. All right. Friend. She's down some Fantastic. Ah, fuck it. Don't worry about it. I'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Holy shit. That's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. Wow. I'm... It's just some crazy... So where do we serious. where do we sit right now? So let's see here. What's what's happened? Let's, let's just do a brief overview of what's transpired in the last four days. Seriously. All right. So first of all, we had uh, Pelosi go to Taiwan. Um, now she's in Japan. That's not going good um, as China continues to conduct live fire exercises in and around Taiwan. Um, and you remember the other day when you were talking about the 12 mile rule and you're like, oh, yep. China hasn't. Within on the that. 12 miles uh, yeah, territorial yeah, yeah. border waters. Oh, yeah. no, they've, Correct. They've now no, they, they broke it. They, they yep. just broke it. Yep. They broke it just last night. I know about that. And they didn't break it originally when you said they broke it. They broke what Taiwan considers to be the 12 mile rule, which isn't actually 12 miles. No, it's actually more. <laughs> they had a problem counting. Okay. Well, whatever. Apparently they were counting in meters and converting to miles somehow. That doesn't, that and doesn't work very well. Can you fix that light? Oh, please? for fuck's sake. Justin keeps. Fucks with it all the time. Fucks I turn it off every night. With our lights. When I'm done. And then. What's going on? Every morning. I it's in. ridiculous. It's to the point now. It's like, fuck, all right. Seriously. Uh, turn it up. It's down. There you go. So this is where we're at. I mean, you've got crazy shit like that going on. Oh, and by the way, old, uh, is Linz here? Oh, Linz is here. Linz, this is just for you, madame. With flames coming out of their buttholes. Yep, with <laughs> flames coming out of their buttholes. That's for you, Linz. Yeah, we still got monkeypox going on. And we got monkey pox and we got COVID coming back. And I just, I got the weirdest text message today. So, so get this shit, right? Yeah. So there I am, I'm sitting there and I get my fucking, I got a text message from Aura. I, I wear an Aura ring. If y'all are wondering what this is, that's what this is. It actually works really well, especially if you're trying to track how much sleep you get a night. Oh my God. Um, you will find out exactly 
how much sleep you get a night. You'll find out how much you twist and turn. If you do any movement, blah, blah, blah. It's got like a four or five day battery on it. It really actually is really good. Um, it also now, now it's got like a pulse ox built into the ring. So you, you're getting a pulse ox. Uh, you can go look on your phone and it'll tell you what your pulse ox readings are at different points of the day. Um, it also tracks your blood pressure, tracks all that wonderful shit, right? So there's a lot of reasons why I wear it. But the biggest one being um, that it was tracking my sleep. Like I, cause I can't wear my, I, I love to wear the Apple watch day round. No, it fucks with your electrical patterns. It does, but you also have to fucking charge it. Um, I've noticed that after updates um, for like a couple days, it actually goes longer than it ever has before. But then automatically, like within a couple of days, it shits the bed again. Long story short, you still have that problem with the Apple Watch. The Aura Ring so far has held out a lot better than the Apple Watch. But anyway, so I, I'm wearing my, my Aura Ring and I got a text message from Aura and they said, hey, to help you track your health and protect you against COVID. I don't know how this little ring is going to protect me against COVID. However, according to Aura, it will, because it'll make sure that I get enough sleep every night. I'm wondering, just a guess, stab in the dark. I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I think Hawaiian in town's right. You just like, you secretly like being surveilled. I do. I actually enjoy it. Obviously. Actually, that's true because, um, when he didn't answer me, when I texted him or called him within a sufficient amount of time, I would just log into his, where's my iPhone app on his, for his phone. No, and no. Just track his location. Tell me something. Tell me something, folks. Really quick. How many times do you have to be asked a question where you just finally just say, you don't get to know? No. Like for instance, I'm your wife. I always get to know. I I'd be driving home from work and she'd be like, well, where are you at? I was like, I'm on a road. Yep. Nope. That's pretty specific. Is it not fellas? But there was one time when I came home from work a little bit early and Mick and the kids were nowhere to be found. His car was gone and all that, there was no note. There was no phone call. There was no message. All there was, was a very bloody washcloth in my laundry and i was like what the fuck happened and i thought he was at the hospital and he didn't answer the phone so i tracked his phone and i went to his location and he was at a friend's birthday party he'd had a screw come loose and so his head went all bloody um but uh yeah so you know there are times when it comes in handy but anyway sometimes you just gotta wear shades you know sometimes. yeah sometimes you have to wear shades all the time. I hardly ever wear shades. Cause really I'm, I'm so bright. I'm so bright. No, I'm so bright. That's why you have to wear shades because you're sitting next to me. No, nah, I wear it so I can't see myself. Okay. Sure. Babe. <laughs> All right. I love. Anyway. <laughs> so I, I don't know where we start this at, but we're just going to kind of, we're going to start it with China. Start. With, we're going to kind of work back in this. time and work forward Yeah, start, and start do our this. best to, to get where we're at today because even shit happened today that I, that, you're like, holy fuck. This is just, this can't get worse. Well, I mean, it can, but we're just, Mother. we're not there yet. What? Nothing. What? Just play. What? I know. I, I not, don't worry about it. I don't, I need juice. I don't have juice in here. I'll go get it. Oh, God. Oh, I heard juice. 
There's a Chinese official who says the U.S. must pay the price for its own mistake, and we mean what we say. When the Chinese threaten the U.S., does the president take them seriously? Again, the United States will not seek and does not want a crisis. We are prepared to manage what Beijing chooses to do. Nothing has changed when it comes to uh, our policies. Uh, this was a precedent. This was precedent for the speaker to travel uh, to Taiwan. That is nothing new, and it changes absolutely nothing when it comes to our, our one China policy. I'm going to go to the. That is not true because everything has changed about our one China policy. The biggest change being that, hey, right now we do not support Taiwanese independence. That's it. Correct. That is the biggest change to our one China policy. Uh, our biggest change is that we're actually following the one China policy. So now China has sanctioned Pelosi and her family. Oh, the, the whole bit. Yeah. The whole thing. Yep. Yeah, in, in revenge for her Taiwan visit, calling it a egregious provocation. Um, so Nancy visited Taiwan this week, despite China repeatedly telling her not to. So China announced sanctions on Pelosi and her family on Friday. Did immediately specify what the sanctions were, but I guess we'll find out. However, we do have, um, we have weirder and weirder shit coming out about this Taiwan uh, issue. Uh, for instance, I, I've done a little bit more digging into uh, who was that that you had, Pasobic? Was that the video that we had was Pasobic up? Uh, the one that actually- When he was talking about- Where I, I threw all of the Taiwan yep. stuff yep. out? Yep. Okay. So I, I, I've been doing a little research into that and something interesting that I found about Taiwan and what's going on in Taiwan um, some of the money changing hands because obviously follow the money, right? It, it only makes sense, right? Lots of money. What did Nancy sell off before she left? NVIDIA. Well, today, huh? NVIDIA. NVIDIA. Correct. What is NVIDIA? It's a, um, they make microchips yeah, chip company for monitors. So your monitor, if you're a gamer, you have an NVIDIA chip probably within your game, within your monitor. If you it, have a good, good uh, if you've got monitor, like a top yeah. of the line, like monitor something that we've got Our here, we've got for two of these. Yeah. Um, and if you have one of these monitors, you have an NVIDIA chip in it. NVIDIA chips are top of the line. They're the, they're, they're like a, what is it? They're fucking 1580p or something like that. Some yeah, shit like GPUs, that. They make GPUs, graphics cards. They make all your graphics that yeah. you need to run. Any computer basically, for instance, is made from an NVIDIA chip. Long story short, she sold all of her shares in NVIDIA. Well, why fucking why sell all of your shares in nvidia unless you know something's about to happen exactly and what's about to happen well she went over to taiwan well who did she meet with one of the major people that she met with was their head of manufacturing their prime minister of manufacturing mm -hmm. well the prime minister of manufacturing also happens <laughs> to control chips yep what do you want to bet that there is a chip that is coming out in the next, I would have to say month to two months, that is going to reshape our visual acuity concerning the monitors and the NVIDIA, NVIDIA chips. What do you want to bet? I'm willing to bet that there is going to be some 3D version of these chips.
that makes everything 3D. So if you were looking at a normal screen and with the right set of glasses, everything you're looking at now is in 3D. So if you're playing your video game and your video game's not 3D, nor does it project in 3D. However, even though it doesn't project in 3D, now we're going to go ahead and we're going to put everything in 3D and everything becomes 3D. Why? Because the chip is accelerating whatever the game is producing and it's giving you a 3D image on the other side. So just keep that in the back of your, your head when you're thinking about this because all of this shit is connected. Child, all the toaster of this, is on the kitchen counter. All of, this, all of this shit is connected. Everything's connected. Uh, we have said that from the get-go that everything's connected. This is just another connection to that. That's all. So Brandon0352 is your hubby lens. Is uh, he used to be a Marine or is he a Marine? Don't poke him, LOL. I can't help but notice that that's a, a Marine Corps MOS number. Thought he was in the army. Was a Marine. Okay. Yeah. See. See. I see. thought there were no form, former Marines. I thought no, they're all former Marines. Oh, okay. There's no ex-Marines. Oh, I see. They're okay. all former Marines. Gotcha. There wases. Okay. Anyway, um, so China now. The White House summoned the Chinese ambassador today. This is fun. Ambassador Quing Gong. Wait a minute. How's that possible? What do you mean? Joe's still remanded to quarters right now. Oh, well, Joe doesn't run things anyway. Oh, that's right. That's right. Come on. Ambassador Quin Gong was called to the White House after China launched ballistic missiles in response to a visit to Taiwan by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Apparently, Dirty Mop had thought that we don't want any saber rattling was enough to stop China. It's it's not. Uh, so the White House has summoned the Chinese ambassador to condemn its escalating actions against Taiwan. The latest step in an intensifying geopolitical crisis is Washington and Beijing exchange accusations following a trip by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to Taiwan that infuriated Chinese leaders. So Pelosi could still end up being Ferdinand. At the White House. Well, officials, she's in Japan right now. Yeah, so. who knows? At the White House, officials told. Now she's saber rattling at the North Koreans. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I know. Yeah. Uh, officials told Ambassador Quing Gong that China's recent military actions, including firing missiles into the waters around Taiwan, were irresponsible and at odds with our longstanding goal of maintaining peace and stability across the, across the Taiwan Strait. That's what John Kirby said. Of course he did. To the Washington well, Post. He's Well, Kirby's a big pussy anyway, so I, don't, I didn't want to hear that. Uh, Abe Lincoln said there is no justification for this extreme, disproportionate, and ex escalatory military response and added these provocative actions are a significant escalation. They've taken dangerous acts to a new level. Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Abe Lincoln's a homo. And China basically told them to fuck off. They, she is drunk on vodka. Uh, uh, so China said, in response, China said it's canceling or suspending dialogue with the U.S. on issues, Again. including climate change, military relations, and anti-drug efforts. So basically, they're going to keep flooding our borders with fentanyl, keep pouring 
whatever, you know, mining coal and pouring all kinds of shit into the atmosphere. Um, and uh, they're probably just going to shut off the chips and all of our military equipment. And we can't do shit about it. So there's that. So watch this. Ready? I'm going to make a whole bunch of Marines cry. Yes, your birthday You're is going to take their crowns away? Your birthday is 1110. Okay. No, it's 1117. No, it's 11, 10, 1775 was the day that the United States Marine Corps was born. However, the United States Army was born June 14th, 1775. So one more time, we're older oh, and we were around first. God. Hate to say it. Okay. My dick is bigger than yours. <laughs> the <f> philosophical, <laughs> philosophical dick is bigger than yours. How's that? <gasps> that is correct. We are older than the United States. You're damn right. Okay. <sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> the eleven ten is my sissy's birthday, so they <laughs> see, he'll be man. All right, dude, that's it. You have got to be former military because there's no so, way you say some shit like that thinking it's not going to get the reaction it just got from me. I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, CLB just said 1110 is my sissy's birthday. Okay. So, so you just randomly start talking November shit about 10th. the army birthday and the Marine well, birthday. Well, that's because they were talking no about context it. because you need to read what people okay, write fine, first. Fine. Fine. Otherwise you sound like you have fucking Tourette's. So I was talking about, um, I was talking about, Lynn's and her husband, because her husband was an, a former Marine uh -huh. on 0352. Okay. Which I'm not 100% sure, but I believe that is um, like S1, like pack personnel type stuff. Anyway, I don't care. Long story short, um, people started talking about Marine Corps stuff, blah, blah, blah. Well, Jaekwondo Master sounded off 1110 USMC B Day, Semper Fidelis. Hoorah. I said, okay, okay that's fine. I said, and I'm going to shock a lot of Marines here. Okay. Because the I knew Army that their Marine Marine Corps birthday was 1110, but the Marine older. Corps always says that the Army guys never know when the Army's birthday is. No, I know exactly when the Army's birthday is. It's June 14th, 1775. Why? Because we're five months older than they are. And in that respect, we've been around longer. And yes, we predate the American government. So it's a true thing. It's a real deal. Okay. So does Marine Corps. Can we go back to the news now? Yes. All right, good. Uh, so China has cut off vital U.S. contacts over Pelosi's Taiwan visit. Um, uh, they they basically told him to uh, to pound sand, um, because the U.S. cares about optics, and China cares about actions. Well, China fired. Uh, I'm not sure if you're all aware of this, but uh, this morning, child. China, well, I guess it was yesterday morning technically for Taiwan, but it was this morning for us. I don't know how all that shit works out. Long story short, they fired 17 cruise missiles over uh, the Ch South China Sea directly over Taiwan and into the other side of the South China Sea. Long story short, um, rounds in, rounds complete. They fired them low enough that it um, scared the shit out of everyone in Taiwan. The point of this being that one more time, they just showed us their dick. They were back on the schoolyard again. They unzipped their pants and they threw their baby arm out. 
And their baby arm is way bigger than ours because they buzz buildings in downtown Taiwan to show, hey, look, our shit is just as good as theirs. Better, actually, at this point. Which probably. kind of fucking scares me because that is the most I've already you guys heard me talk about tomahawks. Um, tomahawks are the most accurate weapon system that we have. Um I'm sitting here looking at this shit going on in Taiwan right now going, wait a minute, we might not be the only ones again with that type of technology. The reason we were so, we have not been challenged in a hot minute is because we have always had better tech than everybody else. That's not really the case anymore. No, not since we, I mean, offloaded all of our manufacturing to China and they have invested. And they jumped into Afghanistan and in probably. research and R&D in chip manufacturing. Yep. I mean, we are 10 to 15 years behind China right now. Yep. Like if they, if they stopped selling us computer chips, that's it. I mean, it would take us. 15 years to get to the point where China is currently at with their technology. And they do, they, they steal a lot of our research. Yeah. They're in our, they're in our colleges, their intelligence people are all over our country. They're buying up parts of our country for Christ's sake. Uh, I think they did it the first time as a joke. And then they realized we're serious about it, that we will sell to them. They have no idea that this shit just happens and in their case, it's happened and they haven't stopped and they're still here. So my question becomes, when, when are we as a country going to stop it? Because we have to actually physically step up and say, look, we're not being Zionists. We're not being racist. We're just saying, nah, bear, no more. No more, China. You can only steal our shit for so long. And then I've got to say, nah, no bear, done. Walk, walk on with your bad self, get out my fucking face. Why? Because now we're fucking, um, I read this other story, it came in the Epic Times, by the way, <coughs> if you want to go look it up. <coughs> Unknown drugs given to persecuted citizens of China to stop them from speaking out. You will no longer shout, I will give you a shot, the director of the Hebei Provincial Brainwashing Center in China, while threatening Fu Gong, an adherent, uh, an abhorrent who had kept saying aloud, Fu Long, uh, going is good. Um, which is like really bad in their existence. Uh, Hu Fengsheng was arrested in believing that he was persecuted for a spiritual practice of Fulong Gong. Uh, Yu Sha Quinn, who is serving director as the brainwashing center since 2021 or 20, 2001, ordered that his officers stuff a towel in Hu's mouth before they forcibly injected him with an unidentified drug. Shortly after the shot, Hu's health deteriorated. His spine became disoriented. His neck became stiff. He had difficulty walking, reported Ming, the Ming uh, org. It's a U.S.-based nonprofit organization that provides firsthand information for ongoing persecution of Fu Long Gong. Uh, Fu Long Gong is a uh, the Fuma Da, which is the former practice uh, rooted in the universal principles of truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance. The official atheist uh, Chinese Communist Party has been persecuting uh, this practice since July 20th, 1999. Over the past 23 years, tens of thousands of Fulong Gong practitioners have been arrested. Uh, 
detained, tortured, and even killed, and their organs harvested. Adherents um, routinely are tortured in det uh, detention centers, brainwashing centers, and mental hospitals. So this is what they want to do to us. This is what the liberals want to do to us. Oh, yeah. Folks, they are trying to take a page from the Chinese playbook. This is what they want to do to you. They want you to walk in, get your jab, be happy, and who gives a shit whether you get anything else? To yes, wish.com is a psyop. Why? You want to be Nancy Pelosi for a day? Good luck. Go look that shit up. It's a good article, though. It really is. It's 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 fucking scary in the thought process behind it and the fact that the CIA has already tried this on us on more than one occasion. For instance, I can just give you a couple oh, for instances. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to do a whole show on that on Sunday. Our Sunday show is about how uh, the government has and still does use drugs to control us mk ultra style okay because so i was about we'll get, to say we'll get into that lsd we're gonna, we're, gonna have, I, we're gonna have a guest join us at like uh in the the second and third hour at three o'clock because he's recording before then but yeah so uh yeah we've got we've got shit going on there but yeah so i mean there's all kinds of crazy moving so, out of china really quick coming back here to the states but before we get to that let's let's start with money I, I don't want to start with money. I don't like money right now. I, I mean, I don't either. I'm but not real happy with money. That's the that's the first thing I have Sparky on. Sparky Boy's on, got shrooms on my list. Really excellent. Well, fucking, um, fucking a dude. I honestly, I wonder who cleaned out Justin's apartment because he had a whole big bottle. I know he did. He had a jar. He had a whole jar. It's like this big. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Anyway, um, so I just couldn't do that. Because they're like buried in shit. Microdosing? I, I just shrooms? can't do the shrimp thing. Shrooms don't bother me. I like shrooms, but I like mushrooms all the time. So I like all kinds of mushrooms. But the, those, the those mushrooms are the, like literally buried in shit. So all mushrooms are buried in shit. Everything's buried in shit. What do you think fertilizer is? All of the food that I grow outside for you? I got you. It's all it's buried, buried in shit. shit okay? I, I got you. I literally throw duck shit on, directly onto the plants every third day. Great. Love it. But <laughs> difference is I've seen the shit that's buried in shrooms are just ever since I saw how shrooms were grown. I was like, Nope, I can't do this no more. Anyway. I just cannot ingest this in my body. So I, I just don't want to start out with that. That's all. Uh, really you quick. Want to start out with, with, with money, money, because yeah. you don't like shrooms. Buried exactly. In shit. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So one of the other bigger talking points, well, which then let's we, go we have to, to get into this. Do you want to talk about January 6th or Christopher Ray or all of the above? All of, all of the above. All right. Well, then right, we'll, so we'll go on to these. We'll Capitol the Police Chris, the are Ray seeking one. to have their own prosecutors overseeing allegations against congressmen and trespassers. Wait, what? Let me say that again. Capitol Police are seeking to hire their own prosecutors overseeing allegations of congressmen and trespassers. Okay. Folks, this is illegal. Yeah, police don't get their own prosecutors. That's not how it works. It's not even about that. Police normally work for a prosecutor. Yes. But that's it's not about that. This is about Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer having a prosecutor at their whim who reports back to them. That's what this is about. Because remember, Nancy Pelosi controls the Capitol Police. So guess what? They want a Capitol prosecutor that's with them. 
then they can leverage whatever charge they want against anybody they want. Mm -hmm. They don't need to go to the DOJ. Their prosecutor will go to the DOJ. Yeah, no, that's not how any of this works no. there, Nancy. Sorry for you, fella. But no, we're not playing that. No. So it is completely illegal, first of all, under the rules of the Constitution. But like she says all the time, they don't give a shit they don't about the rules. fucking Constitution. Yeah. U.S. Capitol Police is hiring its own criminal prosecutor, observers say, in an unpre unprecedented po polarization of political purpose that could pose uh, serious constitutional problems. You're damn right it could pose a serious constitutional problem. Job ad describes the position as a special assistant United States attorney located in the U.S. Um, uh, U.S. Yeah. USCP. It's a congressional precinct district offices in Washington, D.C. And the states that report to the USCP uh, deputy general counsel. But it also says that a successful candidate will work direct under direct supervision and authority of the U.S. Attorney uh, U.S. Attorney's Office. This position, this position, is to represent the United States government and to prosecute or uh, to oversee prosecuting individuals and/or groups who have engaged in acts of uh, violence against members of Congress and that of the United States Capitol employees, visitors, and Capitol police facilities and properties within the Capitol complex. The prosecutor would work on cases stemming from, but not limited to the arrangement that would also mean that someone uh, working within the co congressional leadership would have a role in, de in decision in who to prosecute congressmen and their aides for corruption and that of any other gains. Work may involve problems of unusual del delicacy, uh, such as promotions, wrongdoings against staff members in Congress, and wrongdoings against congressional oversight and investigations and threat crimes against members of Congress, and arresting and detaining high-profile members in positions of the government it would only pay anywhere from $145,000 to $186,000 per year. That's nothing in D.C. Mike Nancy Davis can't pay, pay higher than that. Nope. Mike Davis, founder of the Article 3 Project and former uh, nominations of Senate Judiciary Committee, added that near Go Neil Gorsuch said that federal prosecutors can only work within the branch in which they are. It is clearly unconstitutional for the Congress to have a prosecutor working on the pay payroll for them. There you go, folks. That's all I had to get to because that's it. It's completely unconstitutional. But in support and giving you a win, I'm telling you, it. they don't care about the law because this is obvious. Nancy Pelosi is not allowed to have a prosecutor working for her. The Constitution was written this way for a reason. So we could have a dissenting opinion. It's a lot like the Jews' 10th man rule. All right. They've got to have a 10th man that automatically goes against what the other nine say. Well, that being said, folks, our 10th man is the fact that we can say, no, what you just did is illegal. However, they don't give a shit about that anymore. They really, really don't. Why? Because Ted Cruz is about to show us about how the oh, Supreme a Court. A whole bunch of them. Couldn't give a fuck less about us. No, no. So Chris, not the Supreme Court, Christopher Ray got. Well, the DOJ hauled on the carpet today and uh, they, they all had their turn at him. And of course, you know, all they do is talk. This is just talk. 
but sometimes it's fun to laugh at. So sometimes it's fun. Sometimes to be we like, might get a little hope out of it. Yeah. A little bit of hopium, you know, not it's, much. It's all just talk. Just some hopium. It's just talk, but that's okay. It's talking book deals. That's it. In Michigan, that case ended up an absolute debacle where the four people who went to trial, two of them were acquitted, two received mistrials. None of them were convicted on even a single charge. And the basis of the defense was entrapment that the FBI that paid enforcements for the FBI had suggested and had incited the conduct. Let me ask you, how many FBI agents were disciplined or reprimanded after that disastrous case and the misconduct that led to every defendant being acquitted or having a mistrial on every charge? Uh, Senator, I can't comment on a personal matter. I can tell you that that case, as I understand it, is now pending a, uh, a retrial, as I understand it. Well, okay, real quick. Uh, I'll go ahead and answer for old Mr. Ray. Uh, none of them. Not a single one, folks. Not a single person was hauled in front of the fucking man's desk. Not a single person was no, hauled on the carpet. because they were doing exactly as they were directed. Exactly. Why they would they were... get in trouble for that? Let me tell you something. FBI agents are dumb, folks. These guys come out of college. They're smart kids. They're not dumb. Mm -hmm. They know what they're it's doing. It's not like the CIA when they're like, you get caught, we disavow yep. you. No, 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 no. no. The no, FBI, no, no. they'll hold the line all the way. Yep. Yep. So I'm just saying, just answering for Chris Ray, because I know he's not going to. But yep. The special agent in charge of that case has now been sent to D.C., to the Washington, D.C. office, and now leads the investigation regarding January 6th. Is that correct? That doesn't sound right to me. That does not sound right. The, the, the name of the individual is Stephen D'Antuno. He was, he was run out of the FBI Detroit field office. And by the way, I will point out that the lead investigator, Special Agent Track, are you aware that he was apparently fired for allegedly beating his wife after coming home from a swingers party and he'd made multiple derogatory political posts about President Trump showing political bias? Are you aware of that? Uh, yes, he is. You want to know why he's aware of it? Because in the derogatory political bias in which they refer to here, this is all going to make you laugh. I hope it does at least. If it doesn't, uh, it'll at least give you, give you a giggle. Um, the reason that he knows that is uh, we have the email in which he was involved in on the same time with the same thing in which He's a part of knowing that this guy did that. Yet he goes. Wait, wait, wait. You said he's involved with this. Like he's also a swinger and beat his wife. No, no, no. He knows that this agent was fired for that exact reason. Oh, well, yeah. He was a director of the FBI. He damn well better know he why better his know. agents get fired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just saying. He's going to say, though, that he didn't. Of course. Because. He made multiple derogatory statements mm -hmm. towards Trump, which he knew that too. Yeah. I'm aware of, I think, the incident you're describing uh, and action that was taken about it. Uh, to clarify, on the first part of your question, uh, Mr. D'Antuano was the special agent in charge of the office, uh, the Detroit field office, and is now the assistant director in charge of the Washington field office. I thought you were asking about the agent who was responsible for these. So the guy in charge got promoted and is now in charge of the January 6th investigation. The guy in charge of the whole Detroit field office is now in charge of the whole Washington field office. That is astonishing. So you, you fuck up, you is get moved up. Is it astonishing that we, it, it's not, it's not, it's not astonishing. It's not even fucking we, crazy. I, because that's how, honestly, that's how the government works. It, I think 
the story that Mick told that kind of, while I was naive to the way of how the world worked, the government worked and all that, he told me the story about how a good friend of his dad, who's actually, I think like, like his dad's best friend, who's a general came to see him at a bar one time. Oh shit. Oh, do you want to tell the story? Go ahead. I'll, I'll tell, tell, I'll, tell I'll even tell, say the name. Tell, tell the story. Tell, tell the story. Tell him, tell him why he showed up in a fucking helicopter. Tell, tell the whole story. So, no shit. There I was. Uh, we had just gotten back. I want to say it was Kosovo. I had just gotten back from Kosovo. Yeah. And, um, while there, when I was there, when I left, I left, I was in E6. When I came back, I was in E4. Um, <laughs> the reason I was in E4 is because a, his wife was a cunt. No, a private decided to get stupid and throw a punch at me. Well, he threw a punch at me and, uh, long story short, did very little to me. However, I returned the favor and punched him and in punching him, I, uh, recorrected a facial misformation that, uh, is otherwise known as your nose. Yeah. was now no longer sticking a mile out of his face. Instead, it was completely flat with the rest of his cheek. And, uh, he had to be flown to another country to have his nose reset, which normally when that happens to somebody, somebody else get gets in a out. lot of you, trouble. You normally get kicked out. Like they're, they're, they, they're I fucking, got in, they get I got in a lot of fucking trouble. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, he so only lost, he only got, I mean, he only lost two ranks. Yeah. Well, they can only do so. Uh, a uh, lieutenant colonel can only do so much. Okay. So I was kind of saved by that. If I had a Fulberg colonel, I would have been fucked. But it was only a lieutenant colonel. So uh, he he only has so you much power. Field demotion. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I got back uh, when we came back. I was on extra duty, and um, <clears throat> one of the things I had to do was one of the nights I was on extra duty. I was sitting there and. Uh, the sergeant major had called me in and there, I was hanging up these posters all over the battalion area. And, um, he said, Hey, uh, you want to get off extra duty first? He's like, you know, you want to get off extra duty early? He's like, tell you what you get into the, uh, army. Uh, it's like the, uh, like the, like the, their club, like their elite club. No, it's not an elite club. Yeah, the, it's not. The no, officers it's not. club. No, it's not. It's not even that it's, uh, it, it's basically where, Soldiers help out, help out soldiers. Like we started a fund and this fund, like if you get sick or you get hurt or something happens in your family, you can apply to get money from this fund. And when you get money from this fund, it's, uh, I forget what it's called. It's escaping me right now. Anyway, I bought in and, uh, I had to go to this dinner. They were like, he's like, yeah, just get your greens ready. He's like, bring greens up here. One of your nights of extra duty before the dinner. And, I was like, and I get, he's just like, yeah, you get off early. I was like, okay. So like my extra duty would end like a week and a half early. I was like, fuck. Yeah. I was like, cause it's like, you're confined to your room. You're not allowed to leave except for chow. You come back, you're, you're confined to your barracks room. You're not allowed to leave this, that, and the other thing. I was like, all right, yeah, fuck. Yeah. So, uh, you got grounded by the army. essentially. <laughs> so what ended up happening? I was like, all right. So like a week before this thing, I get a phone call from my dad. And my dad goes, Hey, um, uncle Jack's going to be up there in a week or so. And I was like, for what? He's like, Oh, he's going to the, Oh no, it's AUSA. Um, he's like, uh, he's going to the AUSA dinner. And I was like, you're kidding me. I was like, <laughs> you're fucking kidding me. And he goes, no, why? And I was like, I'm going to the AUSA dinner. He goes, when did you get into that shit? I was like, well, I, 
was offered. (laughs) I got out of extra duty for another two weeks. If I gave him 50 bucks and I got my fucking membership and he's like, you're fucking kidding me. I was like, (laughs) and he's just like, well, your uncle Jack's going to be there. So go fucking hang out with him. I was like, all right, sure. So uncle Jack and my family, just so you're all aware, because I know all you faggots probably all watch fucking Fox Fox News. News. You all know who general John Keen is. Jack Keen. Uh, Je- no, it's John Keen. But, they- but his nickname was always Jack. Um, uh, he's my Uncle Jack. That is my Uncle Jack. He was the vice chief of staff of the army. So for a long time. he was. And uh, he's a retired vice chief of staff of the army now. Um, anyway, long story short, uh, I'm sitting at the bar at this club that's on post at uh, Fort Dumb in New York. And I'm sitting at this bar. And this helicopter lands outside and I hear all these fucking people just sitting around talking like, oh, oh, there he is. There he is. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm the guy at the bar that's like thinking to myself, this is fucking retarded. (laughs) He's like a celebrity. I'm like, he changed my diapers. Dude, I I pissed on you. (laughs) I pissed on your uniform. Uh, I've done a lot to you. There's a lot of shit I've done to you. Anyway, um, so in walks this four-star general and, you know, I get it. I, I know four-star general who, uh, I was like, I've been around these guys my whole entire life. I've been around my, my dad. I know so many generals. In the Most Army. of the funny. generals used to be lieutenants under his dad and literally had babysat him Yes, when he was a kid. And he used to like kick them in the shin. No, that was, no, shit. that was our aide. That was when my dad got his first start at Fort Bragg. Uh-huh. When he got his first start at Fort Bragg, we, he got assigned an aide. Okay. No, no, no. Don't tell that story. Go back to okay. Uncle Jack. Okay. Right, so, so you're at the bar. And so we're he at shows the bar. Up in the helicopter. And Uncle Jack lands. Um, General Keen lands. He gets off his bird. He comes in. Of course, there's this great big long line of fucking a receiving line, full bird colonels and shit, all out there to get on a knee and <laughs> blow like him. Dick. <laughs> and he walks in, and all of a sudden, I feel these fucking huge mitts because he's a big dude. He really is. He's like <laughs> six. He's six four, I think. He's just a little over hair, hair over six, four. And I feel these huge fucking mitts come down on my shoulders. And he's just like, and what the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, uh, well, sir, uh, <clears throat> this is how I'm getting out of extra duty for three more weeks. <laughs> he worries. goes, you're fucking kidding me. I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. He's like, they suckered you out of 50 bucks just to come here. Yep. And he's just like, all right. He's like, cool beans. He's like, just wait here. I will be back. And we'll talk after I, I got to go in here and speak for dinner. But as soon as dinner's done, I'll be back out here and we'll bullshit. I was like, all right. So he goes in, I go in for the dinner. I listened to a little bit of his speech. He talked about Vietnam, talked about a bunch of shit him and my dad were involved in. And then uh, he comes back and he sits down with me. I'm sitting at the bar. Uh, at that time, it was, well, shit, it was in the 90s. So I, I was like, I think I was still drinking Killian's, like Killian's Irish Red. Yeah. And uh, the bartender across, you know, this is a military bar. So the bartender like sees a general sit down and he's got a soldier sitting next to him. Nobody gets charged pretty much what happens. Anyway, long story short, I drank probably close to at that point, I had already drinking probably about a six pack. By the time that w- me and him were finished, um, I had drank a, I had drank a case of beer. And a shot wouldn't surprise me or two in, in and out of there. He had drank that much. 
And he could, he was a fucking serious drinker. That motherfucker put some drinks away. And the only reason I know that is because when I first got to, when I left Ranger Battalion way back, I mean, we're talking, uh, this is two years after, so 97, 96, 96, 96, and in 96, beginning 97, I leave Ranger Battalion. I end up in Fort Campbell. I get to Fort Campbell. General Keene is still the commanding general of the 101st Airborne Division. Um, I, I go in there. I'm at the replacement department. My father calls me. He says, hey, dumbass, go see your fucking uncle. And I was like, all right. So I walked, go up to the general staff headquarters, walk in, um, see his receptionist, said hi, waved, you know, kind of walked through the door. And she was like, where the fuck's he going? <laughs> and I, I just kind of walked in because that's what I used to do. I, I don't ever remember stopping. I don't ever remember being questioned by anybody. And I just walked in his office and she's like, where the fuck's he going? And she tries to get around the desk to catch up to me. And I was already in there. <laughs> and uh, he's like, ah, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm assigned here. He goes, no shit. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm assigned here. He's like, where are you assigned? I was like, uh, right now I'm down. Uh, I'm going over to the Pathfinder unit. He goes, no, you're not. Turns around. Uh, he hand me another piece of paper. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Is, how the fuck am I getting screwed like this? <laughs> and because uh, I just come from a Ranger unit. 90% of the time you come from a Ranger unit, they'll try and take you into one of the more elite units within the regular infantry. And uh, I was going to go to this Pathfinder unit because I was already airborne qualified. So they were like, yeah, come come over here. We'll have some fun. And uh, General King changed my orders. My orders now, I'm going to 2nd Battalion, 187th Infantry Regiment which is the uh, Rockasans. Uh, the same unit him and my dad served in. I was like, you <laughs> motherfucker. And I called my dad and I said, hey, dad. It's like, uh, okay, but the point Uncle of, Jack, Uncle Jack changed story, my orders. And he's like, what? Uncle Jack did what? I was like, yeah, he changed my orders. Now I'm going to the fucking same unit you and him but were But the in. point of the story was that when... Well, well, when I got initially, up initially, Jack when, drove himself around. Well, yeah, but then when he was at Fort Campbell, he got his first DUI. He got a DUI, and it was all over the paper. Yep. And it was like, oh shit, this is really embarrassing. Well, back then, when you got a DUI, <laughs> they just moved you. <laughs> Especially when you were a general officer, it's like a priest. You, you know? just you just got moved. You did a little kid. You moved to a different yeah. church. You're a general. You get a DUI. You move to a different base. So what did what did he do? He didn't just get moved to a different base though. He got moved and promoted at the same time. Well, of course, he went being from a major general to a lieutenant general, and then he became a corps commander, and then he got a DUI in Fort Bragg, and they were like, okay, well, you can't drive anymore. So you need a driver. So, so you need a driver. Again. So we have to promote you again. <laughs> so then he's the vice chief of staff of the fucking army. But this is the way it used to be. And when you meet this guy, he is a very intimidating fellow. But until you actually get to talk to him, you're like, holy shit, you're actually just a human being. He's just like anybody else. But anyway, so there I am at this fucking party. He walks in and he puts his mitts on me, whatever. He comes back out and he sits down at the, the bar and we drank, a, I drank a case of beer. Um, I was like, sir, I'm sorry. I got to stop. And um, he goes, what? I was just like, I realize that you got that helicopter out there that's going to fly you home. <laughs> I don't have a helicopter like that. I'm not that cool. 
I've got to go get my Nissan. That's going to drive me to my house. Oh, and by the way, I live on post. So driving to my house, there's a chance I might get one of those things you got in the past. It's called a DUI. I'm only an E4. I can't make that disappear. And he goes, all valid points. <laughs> I said, well, sir, at that, with that, I've got to go. You have a great day. I still stay in touch with him. He's a good dude. He really is. He's not a bad guy. He's not what you see on Fox. He's not very happy about what we necessarily do here, but don't give a fuck. We don't care because you know he's still Uncle Jack. So yeah, it's all good. But and he says this all the time. What flames coming out of their buttholes? Because <laughs> they've got flames coming out of their buttholes. <laughs> so anyway, the point of the story is that when you are a general in the army and you get a DUI, you get promoted. Correct. Until you get your own driver or a helicopter. Which they so, get both, apparently. Apparently, Chris Ray has gotten a lot of DUIs. But yes, he we'll, has. we'll get to that point. So play play the next clip here. He's got a lot of DUIs, apparently. More to come too. It was reported that Project Veritas had obtained a copy of an FBI training material which listed various symbols and themes which, in the FBI's estimation, were indicative of, quote, militia violent extremism. Now, these symbols weren't things like the Ku Klux Klan or the Nazi Party, which naturally would be symbols of that. But instead, they included, rather astonishingly, patriotic symbols of our nation and our history. Included on this list is the Betsy Ross flag, now, that's fairly remarkable that the Betsy Ross flag and the FBI's indication is indicative of violent of militia, violent extremism, because among other people who have been publicly alongside the Betsy Ross flag, we have President Barack Obama, who was sworn in directly underneath two Betsy Ross flags. But it's not just President Obama. We also have President Biden who was sworn in under Betsy Ross flags. It's not just the Betsy Ross flag. Also on this list is the Gadsden flag as a symbol of violent extremism. Now, the state of Virginia has a license plate for the Gadsden flag, as do many other states. I think people would be astonished to find that having that license plate, the FBI indicates that you're a violent extremist also included on this is a text that I was particularly struck is the Gonzalez battle flag. Come and take it as indicative of being a violent extremist militia. Well, I will self report right now that every day in the Senate, I wear my boots that have the Gonzalez battle flag on the back of them. Director Ray. That's awesome. What are y'all doing real quick? That is, that's some ballsy shit Seriously, right there. that is He base. pulled his fucking <laughs> goddamn boot off. I got to give, I got, you know what? <laughs> Folks, I, I know in the past. I we, bet the people around him were disappointed that they don't have to wear masks anymore. <laughs> I know in the past, we've been rather hard on old Teddy Cruz there. All that's right? some good shit. That was very well done. He <laughs> threw his boot on the table in Congress and said, well, I'm going to self-report. I guess I'm a fucking terrorist. Can we send him a domestic terrorist shirt? Holy shit. <laughs> Maybe he'd wear it in Congress. <laughs> 
But um, I asked this question. I bet Marjorie Taylor Greene would wear that shit in Congress if we sent her a domestic terrorist shirt. I, I, I asked this question in all seriousness. Ask this question with all seriousness. Okay. Teddy Cruz is willing to wear shit on his boots like that. How many things has Teddy Cruz given into in his life? When did he say, whoa, bear, nah, bear, come and take it. You come and take it. You know, you, you all do realize uh, it was a story. I, I was told this years ago and I might fuck up some of the details. I probably will actually um, for a long time as a kid, I had a fascination with the French foreign legion. And one of the Legion stories is uh, some of the wars that they, the Spanish American wars that they fought in. Um, one of the biggest one ones being when they fought for America, um, Santa Ana was marching past the Alamo and he had s surrounded a group of legionnaires. Uh, this is the reason that the Legion has the kepe or their hat is the kepe. It's that box like looking French hat that they wear when they fight. One of the crazy things about the Legion, if you're not aware, uh, there's there's so much, they're so enamored with their own history. It's funny, but they're not allowed to ever step foot on France's soil ever again to fight. They're, they can never protect France because they actually went after a king in France, so they're never allowed to step foot in France again. But they're still known as the French Foreign Legion, which I always thought was odd. And the Kepe was their fucking headdress. But during this war that they fought, uh, this battle, this one specific battle, um, they walked, uh, there was a group of 30 or so legionnaires that were trapped in a farmhouse and Santa Ana had them surrounded. They fired into the farmhouse on, uh, several different volleys for several days. Um, finally Santa Ana himself stepped up to the farmhouse and said, you know, look, we'll, we'll call for a truce. And, uh, the legionnaires came out four of them in total. Uh, one of them could barely walk. Uh, the other two were supporting the one that could barely walk. And everybody, every single one of them had been wounded. Uh, one way or another, they were had been shot. Um, and they came out, the four of them. And they said, um, Santa Ana was basically like, look, the terms of your surrender is that you could return with your colors, this, that, and the other thing, blah, 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 blah. And the one that could barely walk was the only one that spoke Spanish. So he spoke to Santa Ana and he looked at Santa Ana and he said, uh, so we could return with our colors. He said, yes. Um, <clears throat> and the guy was, he was a Scot too. This, this is the crazy part and very thick Scottish accent speaking Spanish somehow, um, which is actually not hard to do, I guess, thinking about it. Um, he said to him, who would want these pussy ass fucking colors? And he turned, they turned around and they walked back to the farmhouse and Santa Ana ordered a full on attack and they fucking rolled over the farmhouse and killed everyone. Uh, all their wounded, everyone. Well, the hat that this guy was wearing that day just happened to be the Kepe. And the Kepe was the sign for the foreign legion to say, fuck you. <laughs> we don't care. Fuck you. Watch this. Hold my beer. That's a fuck you. Watch this. Hold my beer moment. 
And Cruz being from Texas, I find it kind of odd that he pulled kind of a, a foreign legion type esque Santa Ana moment with fucking the FBI and the federal government by slapping his boot down like that. It's kind of comical. Is it not? Yeah. Ironic it, it, at best. It is at that. Yes. I just, I think it's fun. Okay. That's all. This makes no sense. Do you, do you agree with this FBI guidance that the Betsy Ross flag and the Gadsden flag and the Gonzalez battle flag are signs of militia violent extremism? And he said, no, of course not. I don't even know what you're talking I, about. I, I haven't seen that. I, I'm not familiar with that. It's a tr it's training material. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm not familiar with that. It's training material. Just remember that. It's just training material. Yeah. 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 But no. Then Senator Blackburn had her turn at him. They're trying to do. Americans uh, looked at what they perceived to be, and I think rightly so, a ton of money that was wasted on the Russia collusion investigation. So do you agree that the allegation of secret collusion between President Trump and Russia was a hoax? Yes or no? I, I don't think that's the terminology I would use, but uh, I think there's been a lot written on this subject, and uh, both in the special counsel's report, the inspector general's it's report. Yes or no, it's fine. So that's not a term I would use. Okay. Uh, do you agree that the Hunter Biden laptop was not Russia disinformation? Uh, now you're asking about an ongoing investigation uh, that I expect our folks to pursue aggressively, and I just I can't comment on okay, that. Okay, and you possess the laptop, right? Uh, again, I can't discuss that yeah. ongoing okay. investigation. Well, so don't worry about it. You had the laptop since 2019, but now no. you expect them to aggressively pursue an investigation? No, 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 no. no. Stop, 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 stop. Bullshit. Stop. No, 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 no. Don't, don't even, don't, no. I don't even want to hear it. No. Because if he doesn't have the laptop, then guess what? There's plenty of people out here that have the laptop that will be happy to give it to you. Record. He can get it from Congress. There you go. Seriously. See that? Uh, CLB wants to know what happens after these hearings. Nothing. Nothing. It's just all talk. This is. This Nothing is, ever happens. This is shadow games. Yep. We're, we're playing games. It's this distractions. Is, this Nothing is mirrors, farts, and yep. other innuendos yep. that we're not allowed to talk about on yep. a normal day. What happens after these hearings? They go on their campaign trail. That's what happens after these hearings. Well, they go, they go somewhere. That's for damn sure. Yeah. They go campaigning either for themselves or for someone else. Yeah, fucking Captain McMahon. Oh, and they hold their hands nuts. out for money and say, <laughs> fucking but nuts. look, I use such strong words in the Senate. Don't you want to donate to me? Didn't they fire missiles into the Japan's waters as well? Yes, they did. The, they absolutely the, did. The, the Chinese, Chinese did. did or yes. the North Koreans? Yep. And it was the MLRS stuff that I was responding to this morning and, uh, and she's not in here right now. Leanna's, uh, cause we, we were both watching this morning. Yeah. Um, and, um, it was, uh, they were talking about multiple launched rocket systems, which is a version of our technology, same shit we've got. And, uh, they basically, they come in a battery of about 52 missiles. Um, they're very accurate. Normally when you call that in, if you're on the ground, like when, if I were on the ground and I was calling in MLRS to strike a target, I would be a kilometer away 
from where those were going to land because those kind of go everywhere. They don't really hit specific points, but they make a whole kilometer. So if you could think of a one by one kilometer, um, just that whole square just disappears. That's how destructive they are. They're that badass. So that's what they dropped in Japan's water. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. So they made a kilometer of water very angry mm. and probably a whole bunch of dead Lots fish. Lots of dead fish. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very, very dead. Yep. Let PETA come after them. Yeah. I don't know why they don't. They should. Director Ray, is it a crime under Section 1507 of Title 18 to picket and protest outside of a federal judge's home to try to influence his or her decision? Uh, I don't have the statute in front of me, but that sounds like a fair description. Uh, so on numerous occasions uh, in recent months, there have been large scale protests outside the homes of Supreme Court justices in the Washington, D.C. area. Um, yesterday, the head of the Department of Justice Criminal Division confirmed that the Biden Justice Department has not brought a single case against any individual for breaking that law by protesting outside of those justices homes. Um, are you aware of the FBI making any arrests for violations of Section 1507? Going to take a bet here, folks. Just a bet. Quick bet. Anybody want to get in on this? Chris, raise awfully sniffly. Five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. Is that how much coke he put up his nose? No, that's how much we're going to talk about. Or that, that's how much we're going to bet on this <laughs> okay. that they're about to talk about. Okay. Right. Um, Five dollars. Nah, I, I I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's an ongoing investigation. Or it's an ongoing yeah. investigation. Okay. We can't talk about it. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. It's either I don't know or it's an ongoing investigation. Okay. Either way, he's going to say he's not going to give him an answer, answer for a, no. the question he just asked. No, not Watch. Gonna. Ready? Yep. Uh, I'm, well, I'm aware that we have a number of investigations related to uh, threats of violence against justices um, and against judicial buildings, including the Supreme Court. Uh, and of course, we assisted in the recent charges of the individual who had a, a plot to kill uh, or an intent to kill uh, Justice Kavanaugh. What statutes are involved, uh, I don't know, but I don't, I don't think any of them and used 1507 as the uh, well, offense. Why were, why? Wait a minute. Hold on. I want to back up just a little bit here, folks, because I want to go back to the beginning of what he says here because it's very interesting. Listen to what he says. Listen to this very closely. Uh, I'm, well, I'm aware that we have a number of investigations related to uh, threats of violence against justices um, and against judicial buildings, including the Supreme Court. Uh, and of course, we assisted in the recent charges of the individual who had a, a plot to kill uh, or an intent to kill uh, Justice Kavanaugh. What statutes are involved? Uh, I don't know, but I don't. I don't think any of them used fifteen oh seven as the uh, offense. Why were Why were there no arrests for an? Didn't use fifteen oh seven, which is directly the law that you would have to violate, which is a felony. Under the federal system, that is a felony, folks. 1507 is a fucking felony. Uh, and you wouldn't charge him with the most obvious crime? Get the fuck out of here, please. There is no way that you employ these people who are so smart that have graduated legal school. Understand you cannot get a job in the FBI unless you've graduated either legal school or something along those lines. 
like you have to be really smart financially or you have to have a legal degree. That's the only way you're being employed by the FBI. Honestly, swear to God, no bullshit. But you mean to tell me that they didn't know that, hey, I could just charge for 1507. I get a felony. That's an arrest. That means that I've got the guy off the street. That means we can add shit on top of it as we find it out. They didn't know that. They don't care. Get the fuck out of here. They don't care. Shit. This is all fucking. This is all strategery. Fuck. Fake and gay. Obvious violation that played out on national television. (laughs) Did someone in the Biden Department of Justice direct you not to let FBI agents enforce that law? Uh, no, I don't think we've gotten any directive to that effect. I think part of what you're driving at, uh, respectfully, is is goes to questions about the interpretation of and applicability uh, of the statute. And while I absolutely understand your interest in the question, um, I think this is one of those times where I would uh, point to the department as the lawyers who are making Well, I have it right here in front of me. It's not very confusing. Whoever with the intent of influencing any judge in the discharge of his duty, pickets or parades in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge shall be fined under this title or imprisoned for not more than one year. I mean, it happened on national television news where there are no self-starting FBI agents in the area that thought, wow, they're committing a terrible federal crime. I'm going to go arrest them. Well, as I said, you know, we're working very closely with the marshals, with Supreme Court police, uh, with the uh, Supreme Court marshals. You know, they have the principal responsibility for crowd control and protecting the justices. We have a number of investigations underway as we speak. And then questions as to the Enforcement of that particular statute uh, constitutionally are are better directed to the department. Well, I don't think there's much question about the constitutionality. In 1965, in Cox v. Louisiana, the Supreme Court held up a virtually identical state statute. In 1988, Justice John Paul Stevens stated that it would be constitutional to prohibit protesting outside even elected officials' home, not judges' home, but elected officials' homes, because, quote, there is simply no right to force speech into the home of an unwilling listener. So, So why... Why did no FBI agent in the national capital region seeing a crime committed repeatedly on national television not go enforce the law? I mean, don't you expect your agents to go enforce the law? I mean, if, they, if they're aware of a bank robbery or kidnapping, do they need direction from on high to make an arrest? Well, uh, our agents are, as we've discussed at some length in different ways throughout this hearing, uh, are up to their necks uh, enforcing all sorts of laws. Brothers, uh, and I wish I, we were in a situation where every federal violation that occurred in this country was something the FBI could uh, have the resources to investigate. We have prioritized focusing on violence and threats of violence. School boards uh, and and we are aggressively investigating uh, in that space across the spectrum, uh, including uh, violence and threats of violence against uh, members of the judicial branch. Well, I mean, let me, let me let me cue you all into something really quick here, okay? You, I know this is small, just something about this. I don't know what it is. When Republicans are in office, right? When Republicans have control over the presidency, uh, the Senate, the Congress, whatever, you always see this, right? Whenever I see this, I just I always it's so obvious. It fucking makes me so angry, though. 
look at all the blue ties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Republicans are in there. It's all red. It's all red. Yep. Okay. Just throwing this out there. This is how obvious they are. Yes. Everything is that obvious. It's how they divide us. It, it is just a view. So if you, like back in the day, um, if you were going into, let's say, if I was going to be going in, uh, if I had you, let's say you were a criminal, right? And I arrested you, right? And yeah. I had to interrogate you, okay? I would go in wearing a white shirt with a red tie. Why? White is purity. White means I'm honest. White means I'm open. Red means I'm loyal. It means that I'm going to hold you to the letter of the law, okay? means that though you're talking to me, we might be having a conversation. It's it's like a power color. Mm-hmm. It's one of those power colors that you wear. Um, white could also be considered as a power color, although it's more neutral. It can also be considered a power color. That being said, blue is known to be very liberal, very, very blue, very democratic. Hence the reason the Democrats are blue. When you look around this room, I see one, two, three. I see three guys, two of them are wearing blue ties. One of them is wearing a black tie. When they actually expand this camera out, there's like 20 something blue ties out there. And it's just like, wow, this is so fucking obvious. Makes me so angry. But when I look at this shit, right? I have 1507 pulled up. Yes, I went and got it because one of you said, read it. And I will read you the whole law, not just the part that he cut out for you all to read. Whoever, this is... Uh, subsection 1507 of uh, Title 18, picketing and or parading, whoever with the intent of interfering with, obstructing or impeding the administration of justice or with the intent of influencing any judge, juror or witness or court officer in the discharge of his duties, pickets or parades in or near a building or housing of a court or United States near a building or residence occupied or used by a judge, juror, witness, court officer, or such intent uses any soundtrack or similar device or resorts to any other demonstration in or any, uh, any such building or residence shall be fined under this title or imprisoned, not more than one year or both. Both in this section shall not interfere with or prevent the exercise of any court of the United States and all its power to punish for contempt. So what that said at the end of that statement is contempt is the only thing that can stand in front of this law. So for instance, if you were not willing to testify against your buddies and I held you in contempt, that means I can charge you with contempt and this. So when they arrested AOC in front of the, the Supreme, Supreme Court, Court, they should have charged her they should with have char- 1507. They char- they yeah, charged because that else. would be a felony. Yeah, And, then and she, she then would she not be, be allowed to be in a congressperson. That's too bad. They should have charged her with 1507. No disagreements. Just saying. I guess they forgot about that little law. I, I read the law for you all because I want to keep this honest. I want to keep this fair. He only read a subsection on it. I want to make this, this is legit. If we're going to hold uh, Scott McKay to a standard, I want to make sure that we abide by the same standard. That being said, that's the fucking reason I just read that. That's the whole law. So now you understand where 1507 comes from. Now you understand how it relates to this case. 
more in particular, and because there's more to come on this too, because there's a whole sub separate section they still haven't gotten into yet that we're going to get into. Here Truth Fighter, give us six minutes. We'll hit it at uh, four twenty on the West Coast. What time is that? For time for a break and a tribute. Okay. Against uh, members of the judicial branch. Well, I mean, these protests wound up with a hitman traveling across the country trying to assassinate Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And we, you know, and we he's been arrested and charged federally. Seriously, yeah. in addition to that actual hitman's crimes. I mean, again, it was happening on national television. Seems like a layup to show up and arrest them. I mean, what, what if those protesters were protesting outside of a district judge home uh, were members of MS-13 and that judge was presiding over the murder and racketeering trial of an MS-13 gang lord. Would you expect your agents to show up and arrest those protesters? Uh, you know, I would think we would want to be aggressively investigating MS-13 members, and we are. So, uh, but uh, that didn't answer my question. Is there, would you expect your agents to stop MS-13 from protest, protesting outside of a federal judge's home as that judge presided over an MS-13 murder trial? Uh, knowing what we know about MS-13, uh, and their uh, almost um, epic commitment to violence. Uh, an MS-13 member engaging in that activity outside a judge presiding over uh, an MS-13 trial would be something that I think would, would lead to us trying to look at every tool we have oh, to be able to protect that okay. judge. So it's, so it's he okay. Said, to he, he said that they would, they would go after MS-13 because of their epic commitment to violence, right? Yeah. What do you call people that engage in the wholesale slaughter of babies? What, what, they, 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 aren't, 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 well, first aren't of all, aren't's not a word. Are not pro-aborts. Don't they have an epic commitment to violence? No, because according to liberal law, abortions are not violent. <sighs> They've obviously never seen one or had one. Obviously. Obviously. So Sorry. we do not protect our judges. No, we don't. Yes, Truth judges, Fighter. No. That is correct. Right. We do not produce, protect our judges at all. Yeah. Our judges are completely open for. But apparently they're open for whatever uh, anybody Bra wants to Brandon's do. Brandon's right. Let's be honest and say it depends who the judge is. So if they had been protesting outside of. Uh, Oh my God, you're absolutely right. Because if it were a liberal, if it was Sotomayor's house, oh my God, she would have been shit. she would have been this close to fucking death, folks. If conservatives had been protesting outside of, but you know what, they would have said that we have an epic commitment to violence. To violence, that's yeah. why. Yeah, absolutely. So, All right, sorry. Keep. They're keep not going. intimidating judges by protesting. It's against the law. MS13 or not, I don't see how it's relevant. I agree. Yeah, it's not. I, I don't believe it is CLB. Yep. Uh, and that's where the problem is. A lot of this, ref again, this is where the law, the color of the law plays a bigger part than the actual law does. And the reason I say this is because you have to apply this under this understanding that the law is blind. It doesn't matter whether you're a Republican. It doesn't matter whether you're a liberal. But here, the highest organization, if you're really trying to, let's, all right, Sparky Boy, for instance, you're out there in fucking, you know, jolly old Scotland, all right, living the life that most of us wish we could live. 
with skirts on, running around, hoping to God that it ain't that cold that day so our nuts aren't somewhere up around our necks. You know, just warm enough that they they dangle, but they don't dingle. You know what I'm saying? And you don't understand how this court system shit works out here in America. So let me explain it to you like you're not looking at it, like from our standpoint. Our standpoint, nothing's happening here. This is the same shit that has gone on from day one. We have a a congressperson here asking the director of the Federal Bureau of of Investigation who they're going to prosecute with a crime that quite literally falls directly in their lap. And he's trying to come up with a reason why they're not going to prosecute somebody. It's on national TV and it's on national TV and they're having, and I know a lot of people outside the United States look at this. They listen to this. They ask the same questions that we ask. Why are you even talking about this? I didn't think this was such a big deal. Yet I apply this one part of our legal system to you all that This is the right of the people. The scary part about that, when I think about saying that now, because I've said that so many times in the past, that there's a lot of people out there, for instance, um, that that doesn't apply at all. The right of the people doesn't apply at all. For instance, let me give you an example. Um, One of the... Liana, I'm stealing shit from you from this morning because you brought up a really good point that I don't think a whole lot of people are aware of. Um, And you kind of had in your little class when you got classy this morning in that class, you kind of broke into it. I don't know how many people actually heard it for what it was, but you had a really good point. Um, Part of our country, when you look at our country and you look, for instance, at the Congress, you look at the House, for instance, the House of Representatives, they control the purse strings. Really important, okay? It's also very detrimental. It has two different effects. It, it has both good and bad, okay? Uh, the Senate does not have any control of the, sport, of the purse strings. They don't. They are strictly about the law. There, uh, you have to have, that's why there's only 50 senators, um, or well, there's two senators from each state. So in total, there's a hundred senators. Um, the Congress controls this per spring per strings, the Senate controls the law. The point of this is it's very important because now we're going to get into purse strings with all of this shit. And now it's going to be about money. Why would it be about well, everybody it's asks always about why money. is it about money? Well, there there's bills here. No matter how you're looking at this, there is a bill. Somebody is getting charged a bill because we just investigated this, which meant a number of man hours went into this investigation. And you turned around and some dude in a high up office canceled it. It's one of the checks and balances within the FBI that's the same within the CIA, the same within any governmental organization. When you start sending people out to investigate shit and spend a lot of money to investigate shit and you come back without charges, it's a money problem. 
This is a money problem. And Tammy, you couldn't be more right. Stop. Get out of my head. You're absolutely right. That was the problem with Trump. They, you have no idea how pissed off Nancy Pelosi was that they opened an investigation into the investigation about Donald Trump. She was furious. Why? Because what they were looking at, the Senate wasn't looking at, wasn't looking at the investigation at all. What the Senate was looking at, the fact that the House spent all this money on this investigation that turned up zero, bupkis, no one was arrested. When you do that stuff, now the Senate has oversight power on the House to start asking questions about, hey, where'd that money go? Because you spent all this money on an investigation that came out to nothing. And that's what's going on right now. In the, in the Senate, and we're going to get into that here in just a second. I'm going to let this finish because that's this is more important right now. But when you hear the other side of this, because all of this shit's about to come right back into your face again. You what just, do you mean? You just talked through what was supposed to be our tribute because you just went on for five minutes. So finish playing this. Oh, was that? Okay, well, fuck it. We'll just do the tribute. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I got it set up, ready to go. Look at that. All right. Boom. Seriously, when he starts talking, he doesn't shut up. No, I don't. He just keeps going and going and going. He's like the Energizer Bunny, which is great in some circumstances. I could talk talk a cop's ear off. (laughs) I can't do that. But we're going to be here for a bit tonight, so we got plenty of time. I don't know why you're rushing. True story. We've got... Until like 9.15. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, we've got news until 9.15. Easy. That's right. Truth Fighter. Blowing one for you, Jay. We will find a way to continue. It's, uh... Just wish you'd stop fucking with my lights. Seriously. Every... I'll, seriously, I'll, like, I'll make a recording of it so you guys can see. I'll, I'll record. I turn off my lights at night. All the studio lights. Every single morning I come in. The other night I came in, like I turned it off before I processed the podcast and I you came back in that thing. and they were back on already. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So, because we've got like uh, this other story we're going to talk about, which uh, is coming up too. So I just want you to get your mind wrapped around this whole thing with the um, court. And all the bullshit with the court to include um, the fact that they have the, you know, Nancy Pelosi wants his prosecutor now. So if she gets this prosecutor, imagine what would have happened to those January 6th folks that night. Wouldn't have waited a day. Wouldn't have waited two weeks. No. What happened that night? Dude, if, if she, she had her own prosecutor, prosecutor, we'd be fucked. Yeah. We would have been in jail. You and night. I are definitely. Yep. Definitely. So just you, you know, you probably don't. Want no, that. I'm gonna put it over here. You're so bougie. I know. <laughs> Shut up, twat. Oh. So that's okay. uh, 
that's the long and the short of that. Let me bring. I, yeah, uh, talk, I'm, I'm done with Tom Cotton. That, are you? Yeah. He's kind of, he actually is getting into some good stuff here. Right, well, just asked him a really good question. Okay. And I'll keep kind of right. see what he says. All right. Protest outside of Supreme Court Justice Home if you disagree with their potential rulings. I didn't say that. I don't so believe that. So what's the difference between the two? I think the difference is twofold. One, uh, we have to make sure that we are prioritizing and enforcing those uh, violations of federal criminal law that uh, are, represent the greatest threat to the public. Uh, and so that in particular focuses on violence and threats of violence. Second, as to this particular statute, questions about when it applies constitutionally are, with respect, better directed to the department. Uh, if I was sitting here as the assistant attorney general or the attorney general, I CLB, uh, look at the guy's I face holding the sign, LOL. Okay, you just confirmed that I am not crazy now. You fucking have just confirmed it. How did I confirm? How do I know that? Because I, too, am that guy that watches the dudes that hold the signs up and just go, man, I wonder what that guy's fucking thinking. He's either thinking, man, this guy's a real asshole, or he's thinking, man, I love just standing here and looking at this guy going, fuck you. Uh, the guy behind Tom Cotton. Watch the guy behind Tom Cotton. Might have a different type of response to you, but as FBI director on the interpretation of the statute, uh, constitutionally, I would defer to the department on that. Well, I, I'm I'm very disappointed that the Department of Justice and the FBI you didn't take him? these protests hold themselves on, seriously. On. As I said, they led to it. Hold on. There he is. You see this guy right here? Look this dude. Eyes. Look at those eyes. He's like looking up at the corner. He's like, man, my shoulders are smoked right now. I'm holding this little piece of paper and it's fucking tiring. And look at the bitch right here. Look at the one right next to him. That's fucking hysterical, too. <laughs> Sitting here laughing out loud. Well, I that's what I try to do. But yeah. think about it. I am not fucking crazy because those two look absolutely nuts. And I know that I'm just sitting here laughing right now, but those two look absolutely fucking nuts. Fucking twats. Jesus. Look at that shit. This Democratic hitman showing up and trying to assassinate a sitting Supreme Court justice. We all know a federal judge who lost her son and almost lost her husband because someone showed up at their home as well. These are serious and grave threats. It is an obvious black letter violation of the criminal law. And I, I hope if it happen, happens again, the FBI will take it more seriously and start arresting them and charging with the violation of this obvious crime. Yeah. Yep. I would have to say, um, oh, by the way, there's some more on this uh, extremist shit that's going on right now concerning us and you all. Um, oh yeah. So uh, not only are we lumped in with, uh, and this came out of, uh, where did this come from? Uh, oh, townhall.com. Um, left sees us as uh, white supremacists, domestic extremists everywhere. Yeah, we know. That's that. all they see. Yeah. Liberal me uh, media views us as existential. Uh, Democrat voters are also buying into the false narrative that there are a few white su supremacist loser groups that can topple the government. It's not real. Racial Islamic terrorism is much more uh, likely to stage an attack than the KKK. And now we have the FBI cooking up the cooking the books in the threat level. Kara Davis of Red State first had this up. The Gadsden flag is viewed as something uh, to be on the lookout for regarding violent extremists. There's one no, in front no, of no. our house. This was a training document, the one that we just showed you, mm -hmm. what, what Cruz just showed us. What Project Veritas 
found out was that a newly released document from uh, the FBI whistleblower provided on Friday said uh, that this classifies American citizens and it deems them as potential violent extremists, not militia violent extremists, just violent extremists. Why? Because violent extremists is a much more broad topic. You don't have to hit a certain title. You know what I mean? So this gets even better. Um, one note, the symbol section provides, uh, there's a whole bunch of different symbols, but the biggest one that has become the, uh, and I'm, I'm proud of this one, the biggest one that has become the most commonly referenced historical symbol for our side is the Q emblem. Nice. So they can get the emblem right, but they fuck up the name every day of the week and no twice on sense. Sunday because they keep calling us QAnon. No, there are Anons. And then there's Q. Yeah. There's not QAnon. Get the fuck out of here. Whatever. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Go to this one. This is Tillis. Uh, yes, this, uh, is this is good. very good because this is about to get into some other shit. Yeah. Here. Put yeah, yeah, I know. Nip, Shut, nip, your nip, nip. Shut it. You give me an idea of anyone who's been held accountable, uh, who was involved in crossfire hurricane investigation. What specific actions, if any, have been taken? Well, we've taken a whole slew of actions in response to the crossfire hurricane report. I think over 40 plus corrective measures and Is so anybody forth. anybody in the bureau? There are a number of disciplined. There are a number of people who are currently in uh, our what we call Office of Professional Responsibility, which is our disciplinary arm. Uh, you may wonder why has that not yielded its results yet? And that's because we are working closely with cooperating closely with and assisting the Durham investigation. And so that whole process, which is not unusual, uh, has been sort of slowed down to make sure that it doesn't interfere with the Wait, Durham. Okay, I'll submit other questions. What was that? They're assisting in the Durham investigation. Yeah. So crossfire hurricane's been slowed down. OPR, OPR will because OPR is also the uh, would be the record branding organization that would provide stuff to Crossfire Hurricane, which would provide that mm -hmm. stuff back to the DOJ, which would be handling the IG oversight. However, it's very interesting because just before that comment, um, old Christopher Ray, and this is another story that came out of the Daily Caller, uh, went in uh, when Chuck Grassley was uh, questioning him uh, uh, concerning Crossfire Hurricane. Christopher Ray said that there was a possibility that um, Hunter Biden payments could have been part of a uh, uh, malign foreign, foreign influence, influence campaign. campaign. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> he said there's a possibility of that, that their inve investigation actually turned over um, parts that actually says, yeah, this could have been because of where the payments were coming from. Um, not necessarily what the payments were, but where the payments were coming out of. Uh, China kept popping up again. Um, just saying, this is getting weird, folks. How is China and Biden almost synonymous with each other? Well, because China owns Biden. And Durham. Well, that's an excellent question. Because you got to wonder now. 
Anyway. Just saying. I, I think everybody's got to ask that question now. Hmm. At the moment, uh, any port of entry, uh, any potential vulnerability, something we know foreign terrorist organizations and others will seek to exploit. And you only have to look at the case that we charged pretty recently uh, involving uh, an individual trying to smuggle nationals into the U.S. to kill former President Bush right. uh, to be reminded that it's something we need to take deathly seriously. So let's look at the state of the border. Uh, we're we're estimating there'll be one million gotaways no. before the end of the year. Are you familiar with that? No. I've heard reports to okay. that effect. I can't listen to this. It's Lindsey Graham. I know. Lindsey Graham. But is... it's about the border. Just listen. All right, fine. That we're we're on track to have the most illegal entries in the history of the country this year by a factor of a lot. Are you familiar with that? Uh, I've heard, again, reports to that effect. How easy would it be for a group of terrorists to intermingle themselves in this wave of illegal immigrants and be able to sneak into our country to kill a bunch of us? Well, I mean, I don't want to give them a roadmap, but it's certainly something I we're think they already about. know. Yeah, that's Lindsey Graham, folks. I, I don't take I, anything that Lindsey Graham says worth a shit. Um, so well, far, I mean, all of it's just talking. It doesn't. It, it's bluster anyway. Nothing but, that they say is worth a shit. I yeah. mean, they talk. They talk a good game, but they, they talk, 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 talk. What's coming from it? Um, go, go to the. Nope, nope, nope. We're gonna go that here one? next. Okay. So this is what I was talking about. So uh, Revolver News uh, did a great piece. Believe it or not, Revolver. I'm saying Revolver. they put out a lot of good stuff, actually. So. Uh, Really quick, where the fuck did it go? I just had it right here. Was it with one of your other pieces? No. That threw on the floor? No. I don't think so. Okay. So Revolver brought up a great part, like something like we've got to stay focused on what's coming in the future. I get it, but we can't forget about what's past. One of the things that has passed that a lot of people aren't checking on is this bomber. The pipe bomb. The pipe bomb. On January 5th. Uh, yeah, well, it was the night of January 5th, early morning, January 6th. Yep. So the question becomes, who dropped the pipe bomb? You mean to tell me that with everything we have going on right now, we the FBI can't figure out who the pipe bomber is? Hmm. That's odd. Isn't it, though? That's odd, too, because they say, well, if we just had a better picture. Well, I'm going to go ahead and show you that we have the best pictures that are out there available. And I'm sure everybody knows who this guy is, but nobody's talking about it. So first of all, you mean to tell me that we had this guy that was so sophisticated and he was able to get past all of the surveillance in Washington, D.C. That's the bomb he left. That looks rudimentary as fuck. What flames coming out of their butthole? Yes, with flames coming out of their butthole. And hard man, doing hard shit. And that gives me a hard on. But not in the gateway or anything. No, no, of course not. Yeah, it goes without saying. It goes without saying. But this is what he left behind. This is the pipe bomb that he left behind. Mm -hmm. Oh, this pipe bomb was blown in place. Guess what? We never got off of it. Fingerprints, Fingerprints. DNA. Any possibility that this guy left 
anything on it was completely destroyed the day they blew it up. And uh, yeah, huh? It's weird, fucking weird, folks. Watch this. This is the DNC pipe bomb. According to the FBI, it was planted the night before January 6th at 7.52 p.m. on the north side of this park bench. The FBI has released two clips of the pipe bomber at this scene from two different security cameras. Here are a few shots of the surrounding area, so you see the perspective. Let's call these benches Bench 1 and Bench 2. And let's call the two security cameras that the FBI has released footage from Camera 1 and Camera 2. Camera 1 shows the pipe bomber walking up to the DNC grounds at roughly 7.42 p.m. He sits on bench 1. Then he gets up and walks off screen. According to the FBI, he walks the length of the DNC building, and 10 minutes later, he comes back to the same bench area and sits on bench 2. There, at 7.52 p.m., camera 2 captures the pipe bomber sitting on bench 2 and, we are told, planting the pipe bomb by the side of the bench, next to the bush. We are told the pipe bomber plants the pipe bomb there, but we can't see it. Camera 2 is occluded by a giant bush that blocks the scene. The pipe bomber even looks at camera to head on, for some reason. It's very frustrating, because we can't see the moment the pipe bomber plants the pipe bomb, but the FBI can. That's because the whole scene should be captured on camera 1 as well, and much more clearly than camera 2. Camera 1 has a clear shot of both benches. If the FBI released the full tape from camera 1, we could see the pipe bomber planting the bomb. Why is the FBI hiding what the security footage from camera 1 of the pipe bomber at bench 2? Do they not want us to see the full scene? Isn't there a $100,000 reward? Don't they want our help to catch this guy? So, I don't know folks, <laughs> there's some tomfoolery going on there because that doesn't make any sense how how do they where's those 10 minutes of video where's those 54,543 minutes of security cam footage from january 6 14,000 hours whatever where is it uh, apparently the january 6th committee has it really mm -hmm. why haven't we seen it why haven't we been asking our Congress people where this shit is? That's a great question. We'll get into some of that dumb cunt in a minute, but let's finish up here because Mr. Durbin closed out the, uh, the, the Christopher Ray roasting what? today. <laughs> roasting. I mean, there, I, I, there's no other way to really put seriously. It. It's not like he's, you know, anything. I mean, let's go, let's go Brandon. It's just, he got roasted on. Did TV. I just hear some boondock saints? Awesome. Yes. That is my boondock saints. Um, hard man. Doing hard shit. And that gives me a hard on, but not in the gateway or anything. No, no, of course not. Yeah. It goes without saying. It was either that scene, uh, Leanna, or it was the one with the cat, but I couldn't figure out how to cut that one to make it sound funny to me. So I went with that one because okay. that one just sounds funny. That works. 
Anyway. <sighs> All right. Mr. Durbin. Um, as you know, we are now entering the fourth year of a frustrating saga that began with an August 2019 letter from me and Senator Coons uh, regarding the Kavanaugh supplemental background investigation. And I'd like to try to get that matter wrapped up. First, is it true that after Kavanaugh-related tips were separated from regular tip line traffic, they were forwarded to White House counsel without investigation? Uh, I, I apologize that uh, in advance that uh, it's been frustrating for you. Uh, we've tried to be clear about okay, uh, our answer, process. So I'm when it comes you to just the, answer the question. So when it comes to the tip line, uh, we wanted to make sure that the White House had all the information we had. So when the hundreds of calls started coming in, uh, we gathered those up, reviewed them, and provided them to the White House. Without investigation. Uh, we reviewed them and then provided them to you the reviewed them for purposes of separating from tip line traffic, but did not further investigate the ones that related to Kavanaugh. Correct. Uh, correct. Um, is it also true that in that supplemental BI, the FBI took direction from the White House as to whom the FBI would question and even what questions the FBI could ask? Um, so it is. It is true that consistent with the longstanding process that, uh, that we have had going all the way back to at least the Bush administration, the Obama administration, Trump administration, and continue to follow currently under the Biden administration, that in a limited supplemental BI, uh, we take direction from the requesting entity, uh, which in this case was the White House, uh, as to what follow-up they want. So and that's the direction we followed. That's the direction we've consistently followed throughout the decades, frankly. Uh, you asked specifically about okay. who no. and what, like yeah. who, who we yeah. talk, I said, is it true? It is true as to the who, the, yep. as to the who. I'm not sure, as I sit here, whether it's also true as to the what questions, but okay. it is true as to the who we interviewed. Okay. Well, we'll pursue further the what questions. Uh, now, oh. this, this I find interesting because yeah. this is a liberal Oh no, he was he was going after Trump in that. No, I know he was. Yeah, but yeah. But this is a liberal role in that yeah. that way, which is odd. Down a bullshit narrative that we already know is bullshit. Yeah. Well. Wow. Doesn't matter. They don't. They all get their chance at him in the yep. roast. Yep. In the great roast. And we're and there's, we're, there's one more. We're watching that right now. It's 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 pretty ugly, folks. We're watching that right now. Yeah. It's nasty, but it, it's it's going to get worse too. It's not this. A lot of people don't realize, but this doesn't make anything better. This makes things way worse because now we got to deal with these dumbasses. We we've got too many of them, and they're not going to ask the questions. Remember, they're representative of us. They are representative of us. If they, because that's the way. Congress is supposed to work. That's why the purse strings are controlled by Congress because they are representative of the American people. Tell me something. When was the last time that one of your congressmen actually felt the same way you did? Better question. Matter of fact, strike my last question. I want to ask this question instead. When was the last time one of your congressmen wondered, hey, Am I going to be able to put food on the table tonight or am I going to put gas in my car tomorrow? 
When was the last time one of your congressmen felt that way? Because I got to tell you, I'm going to guarantee none, not a fucking single one, not a fucking Democrat, not a bitch ass fucking punk ass fucking Republican has ever felt that way. Why? Because every single one of them has had a silver spoon sticking out of their ass since the day they got to Washington. Yeah, that's true. They don't feel that is all bullshit. I want to see every single one of those cocksuckers in Congress donate their salaries to a charity. Fuck a charity. I want to see them take their salaries and divide it amongst their constituents and pay it to them directly. Even better. Even if it's only a dollar, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. Show me how big of a badass you are. Yeah. Please show me that you're about the American people in the American dream and not about prosperity. Because I got to tell you that more and more I watch this shit, the more and more I believe that everybody is out for their own dollar. They're all looking for their own fix in the game. Nobody gives a fuck about this country. The only people who give a fuck about this country are the people that don't have the money to run and actually support this country like they should be able to. Yeah. That's it. When it Every takes single one of us could do a fucking better job than any one of these faggots in here. But when it takes a billion dollars to run for federal office. Pretty much. I mean, it, money is the most corruptive. Don't influence. get me wrong. I am so happy for Carrie Lake. I really am. Yeah. I am fucking over the moon for it. She cinched it. But she is the first candidate. First, like, really grassroots candidate that made a difference. Donald, if you only listened. If you only fucking shut your mouth for five minutes and listen to the American people, you would have heard about all these other candidates that you just skipped over, that the only one you jumped on was Carrie Lake. We could have gotten rid of so much bullshit for you, Donald. There were so many people, especially here in Georgia, that I can tell you right now, that would have told you that Candace Taylor was the way to go in that election. Absolutely. You didn't listen to us then. You're not going to listen to us now. You're not going to help her now. Even though you backed the wrong fucking horse for the umpteenth time. If you just listen to us, we'll show you who to go with. We've done the research. We've got the receipts. Carrie Lake, God bless her. I hope she doesn't. End up looking like a moron. I hope she I does really what don't. she said she's going to do. I hope she does what she said she's going to do. Yep. Exactly. However, Donald, fuck where are you, dude? You didn't listen to anybody else in any other state with any other close competitive race that could have helped you out in 2024. You didn't. You didn't listen to us here in Georgia. You didn't listen to anybody. I know for a fact in Georgia. You barely listened in any other state. Um, I've talked to a lot of people in Pennsylvania and I know you've not listened to anybody in Pennsylvania. Absolutely. They can't stand Oz. He doesn't even live there. So anyway, 
play the last I digress Christopher Ray clip on uh Wix and Tension Seeker. I'll get your question in just a second. What was that about? Could you not hear that? No. What did he say? He said, I've got to leave. I got a plane to catch. And he said, but you've got your own plane. He said, yeah. What a fucking punk. Yeah, he dipped out. Dude, what a punk. Don't you have your own plane? Yeah. Yeah. What a punk. Yeah. So he does. He literally does yeah, have his own plane. He has plane. his own plane. I know he does. Yep. Yeah. But he had he had to leave because he has his own plane to catch. He had to go. So um anyway. Uh the first episode of Freedom Gardens should actually be out tomorrow. Um I'm going to be working on it tonight and tomorrow, putting the clips together. Uh, it's it's going to be short. It, they're going to be shorts. They'll probably only be like five, ten minutes um, each one. Um, and I'm actually going to put it on a YouTube short channel as well. First one's with the chicks because um, I just put them in the enclosure. So now they're in their, their big space. Um, they're pretty happy. Uh, then the thing is, though, you know, it's great to to do these, but it takes a couple of weeks just to put one episode together because you kind of have to wait for things to grow. You know, I mean, I can feel myself just sticking a seed in the dirt, but you want to see it grow too. So that's that's kind of the point. So, um, yeah. Since she hasn't planted anything yet, no, folks. I, I did. Oh, the ones you planted this morning? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see her videotaping or anything, but. Mm, okay. She was taking her thumb, sticking it in there. So. <laughs> I saw it. I swear to God. Yes, but uh, no planting. The, you saw me uh, checking my chart, so yeah. I have I have a chart of what you're supposed to plant when in this area that we live in, in the deep south in Georgia. So right now, um, basically August through middle of September is when you start seeds for your fall garden because our growing season goes until. We'll harvest in like Stop. late November, off Thanksgiving. Wife. Get home. Pissed off wife due to boys acting a fool. Great way to end the week. I just had a not bear the whole house. <laughs> so uh, I'll be I'll be uploading the videos because they won't be live. They'll be pre-recorded. I'll be uploading them to um, YouTube, Rumble. Um, I'll put it probably on my own Twitch channel, um, which I'll I'll post in here. And uh, post them here too. Yeah, here, Brighty on the, you know, all yeah. that. So, um, so yeah, I'll 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 put it out everywhere. So, so long story short, with those, it it does take a while. We got to wait for the chicks to grow up. Yep. Uh, so we can actually, because the biggest part, yeah, we can film it, film them in a brooder, um, which I did, and giving them a bath, and you know, that, that like gets that, kind but, of boring after a while, yeah. like seeing just a brooder all the time. So what we wanted to do, we're trying to get it to where, hey, okay, now they're big enough, they can go in the their own pen. Um, and I told her that I 
very strict rules. I said, look, uh, we've lost like every bird we've had. So uh, this is becoming a, uh, what did I call Rather it? Rather expensive yes. um, endeavor. Endeavor, yes. So uh, um, yeah, so- well, So we, we had to make sure- Because we still have blueberries. So now it's like our enclosure is like a fucking prison. Yes. It really, it, like you, you walk in there, you feel like you're in prison. Because it's huge, mind you. It's like, it's 16 feet by 24 feet, right? It's, it's a yard. It is. And I, I put a, a two foot chicken wire fence down the center because blueberry started bullying the chicks when I put them in yesterday on their side. Um, so I had to put up a, a fence in between them. So she can't get over when the chickens are old enough that they can get over the fence, then they can also get back over the fence to, you know, get away. From she her. can get over by the way. Yeah. She can actually fly pretty high. She chooses not to at this point. Most of the time. Yes. So yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, and then uh, as far as a special place avoiding squirrels and birds, I put up bird netting around my my garden. Um, the and, and I plant some plants in there that keep pests away and things like that. But I'm actually gonna. I was thinking about it today. I'm gonna turn the old duck enclosure into um, into a garden. Basically, I'm gonna put compost in there and turn it into a garden. So. Because it's Either obviously way. not secure enough to keep the birds in. So, um, but it'll be fine for a garden. It'll do well. So anyway, um, yeah. So that's it. The update. So on with uh, what's going on in Florida. So did you guys know that there's someone running against Ron DeSantis for governor in Florida? Yes. Her name's Nikki Freed or yes. some shit like that. So she did this... Um, she did this Zoom call the other night. This is some funny shit. So okay. really quick, just to update on this one, just before we get started, I want you to keep this in the back of your mind too. She's running against DeSantis. Now, obviously, she's not going to win. I mean, we we all know that. Florida's going to come out in resounding support of Ron DeSantis. I, I, I'm completely convinced of that. But also keep this in mind too. This is also a big test for Ron DeSantis in 2024, because if he can't pull off, uh, I would have to say 60% or more of the vote in Florida, then he probably really shouldn't be sticking his wares out there for the rest of the country. Just throwing that out there. He's pissing somebody off. So just keep this in mind when you watch the returns come in, uh, in November, especially concerning Ron DeSantis, because this is, if he can't pull this against this woman, she's an idiot, folks. She's dumber than no a box of rocks. You're about to hear. But if he can't pull this off against her, he really shouldn't be out there running in fucking November. I'm just saying. Throwing it out there, just a thought. Y'all do what you got to do, but I'm just saying. Um, we'll go ahead and open up for any questions from the media, um, for the media that is here today, and maybe if there's any other questions too that, or anything else you want to add when they're answering the questions, you know, feel free to also. Journalists, if you have questions, please type them into the chat box at this time. Don't say do it, share, lie. We'll give it just a minute. This is serious. This is going on. Okay. 
Okay, seeing no questions, Jeffrey, do you want to go ahead and wrap it up? Absolutely. So literally, no she, questions she, because no one showed nobody up. Nobody showed up. There was nobody in the Zoom call. There were no journalists in the Zoom call. Nobody was there. Nope. So understand, folks, if Ron DeSantis can't pull 60% of the vote against this twat, seriously, then he he really he doesn't need to be in politics, period. Yeah. I could pull more than 60% of the vote against this twat. So what he did though, so there um his uh press secretary, Christina Pasha, whatever the fuck her name is. Um, she put out the other day, she was like, there's going to be a big announcement tomorrow morning. And everyone was like, oh, and she was like, not political. <laughs> so. Uh, because just the day before, and there's a reason for that, because yep. just the day before he had come out with the GOP's refusal to play along with the corporate media's rigged game and working. Ron DeSantis did. And this was in, uh, uh, yeah. It doesn't have it. Yeah, yeah, down here. The Federalist. This came out in The Federalist. Okay. Um, real quick, uh, this came from uh, Sean Fleetwood. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' communication team uh, masterclass performance on Tuesday of how GOP officials should respond to interview requests from members of the America's corrupt legacy media. After receiving inquiries from ABC's The View, <laughs> Republican Governor Ron DeSantis to appear on the program, DeSantis Deputy Press Secretary Brian Griffin took to Twitter to explain the administration's declining of the offer and demonstrating a diagnosis of the nature of the request. Of the request. The hosts of the view really are the hosts of the view really interested in hearing from Governor DeSantis about all of the important work he's doing on behalf of Floridians to protect the health and their livelihoods and to stand for parents and child and, and defend their freedom. Griffin asked, which of the below statements from the host of the view do you recommend on our team to consider when deciding to interview a genuine pursuit of the truth or worth the time? Here's our response. The examples documented by Griffin include remarks by Joy Behar, uh, who, in reference to DeSantis, bid uh, bid to bar schools from forcibly masking young students and called the government negligent, negligent homicidal sociopath. What is he doing? He's risking the lives of children, children's parents, children's grandparents. Anyone who come in contact with that child can appeal to the white supremacist base and continue his career and getting uh, reelected, Bear said. Other statements cited Griffin um, as evidence of uh, open hostility <laughs> towards the Florida Republican governor from the show's hosts include comments issued by Sonny Hostin, who recently referred to DeSantis as the fascist bigot who separately characterized his education policies to attack minimalized groups. It started with CRT. Let, let's remember that. He started coming after those whose anti-history uh, anti laws, anti-black history laws, really? Hostin said in February, are you really coming after the black people? Who's next? The LGBTQ plus community with the women and their marginalized groups. DeSantis rejection of the view seemingly demonstrates the understanding among some that the GOP politicians and corporate media are taking heads that there aren't interested in interviewing Republicans, but negotiating them over why they refuse to support left, left nonsensical power grabs of policies. And I can't agree more. Yep. 
But DeSantis said, fuck you. Watch this. Yeah. Hold my beer. I'm going to do it again. And he did. Same day, by the way. Funny. If you can't just say you're not going to do uh, certain offenses. And then most recently, after the Dobbs decision was rendered by the U.S. Supreme Court, he signed a letter saying he would not enforce any laws relating to protecting the right to life in the state of Florida. And mind you, we have had prohibition on third trimester abortions for a long time. We've had prohibitions on partial birth abortions for a long time. And then most recently, the legislature enacted and I signed protections for unborn babies at three and a half months. And when they are aborted, it's typically done through a dismemberment procedure, which is really inhumane. Nevertheless, that is what the legislature has enacted. And it's not for him to put himself above that and say that he is not going to enforce the laws. We don't elect people in one part of the state to have veto power over what the entire state decides on these important issues. The Constitution of Florida has vested the veto power in the governor, not in individual state attorneys. And so when you flagrantly violate your oath of office, when you make yourself above the law, uh, you have violated your duty. Uh, you have neglected your duty and you are displaying a lack of competence uh, to be able to reform those duties. And so today we are suspending state attorney Andrew Warren effective immediately. So Ron goes out there, big balls, Ron. He goes out there and he spends, he suspends the state attorney and he says, yeah, no dog. You're, you're not doing your job. Yeah, the Soros-backed state attorney. Correct. Yeah. And when you don't do your job, you lose your job. It, so. it like, it, it's part of life. Look, if your job is to walk around the street and clean up horse shit, then your job is to walk around the, sh the street and clean up horse shit. If you don't clean up the horse shit, you're going to get fired. This cocksucker fired him. Finally, we're seeing someone with half a nut that can stand up to these DA, these Soros back DAs and say, no dog, no bear. Nah, nah, bear. It's over. It's over, bear. You're done. Get the fuck out of here. Hit the bricks. Go away. Yep. Don't go away, mad. Just go away. Period. And Ron DeSantis is finally doing it. Now I have a question for everybody else that claims that they live in a Republican state. Where is your governor? To include my own. Where are you, Brian Kemp? What are you doing about... Oh, that's right. Soros paid for your re-election bid too. Mm -hmm. oh, shit. Well, fuck me running sideways. Uh, douchebag responded. Uh, did he? Yes, he Who? did. That the state attorney that oh, got yes. suspended. Yes, he did. Oh, he did. no, I did see this. He this did. is comical. So watch this Tuscaloosa trader. Here. I haven't even looked at the order yet because I woke up to do my job today and that's exactly what I did. Now, I've heard it contains a lot of conjecture and lies. And just based on the governor's track record with unconstitutional orders, I have a feeling that this is going to be just as unconstitutional as the 15-week ban abortion, the anti-protest law, and a dozen other things that the governor signed. What kind of precedent do you think this potentially sets? 
The governor is trying to overthrow the results of a fair and free election. Two of them, actually. And people need to understand, this isn't the governor trying to suspend one elected official. This is the governor trying to overthrow democracy here in Hillsborough County. Oh, for fuck's sake. Saying that you're yes, yes. Spooky fish lizard. Tell you what, I'm not even going to listen to this bitch anymore because he is a bitch. He, you're absolutely right. What flames coming out of their butthole? What flames coming out of their butthole? What flames coming out of their butthole? And and you know oh. what, Linz, Linz, because you made me get that, you get one of these, Linz. This is for you, Linz. Thunder, 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 thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> because I, I got to tell you, I, fuck that guy. That guy does sound like he's about to fucking cry. And Robin Marie, you're absolutely right. I'm jealous of you. You live in fucking Florida. That's I'm sad. jealous of you. Fuck. We all should live in Florida. Yeah. Holy shit. This is a state that has a governor that's got the balls to say, hey, you know what? No, you ain't got a job anymore. Get the fuck out of here, faggot. Well, then Ron. Oh, did he come back? Wet on Tucker. Oh, even better. Oh, I love this shit. This is where it gets good, folks. So funny. This is drama to the umpteenth yes. fucking I mean, ever. if they're going to give us distractions and drama and, you know, play a movie, at least make it a hey, halfway decent one. Biden stock stuff. Thank you so much, sir. Fantastic for that clip because if you didn't give us that clip, Linz Bassard would have never told me to fucking hey make that a short. No I did. shit. Boom, done. And now we get to enjoy it forever. With flames coming out of their butthole. With flames <laughs> coming out of their butthole. And then Tucker gets into it because why not? Why not? It's so funny to hear Republican politicians in Washington call other people snowflakes when they spend almost all of their time complaining about things and then doing nothing. Well, there's nothing we can do. It's bad. We can't do anything. Send us more money. And if we get elected again, then we'll fix it, maybe. Promise. Yeah, no, I guess we won't. We'll just invade Ukraine or something. So it's it's kind of amazing and a little jarring to see a Republican politician actually do something about something. All of us have known about Soros-backed prosecutors for a long time and the effect they're having on the country, like a lot of people dying. But it wasn't until today that anyone actually acted, and that would be Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, who just sacked a Soros-backed prosecutor in Tampa called Andrew Warren. For more than six years, Andrew Warren was refusing to enforce laws that he didn't like. Well, as promised, Governor DeSantis joins us right now to discuss why he did this. Governor, thanks so much for coming on. Um, so this is kind of a big move, it seems like. Why did you do it? Well, Tucker, you documented the destruction that we've seen with these Soros prosecutors around the country where they basically take it upon themselves to determine which laws should be followed and which laws should not be followed. And I can tell you in Florida's constitution, uh, that constitution vests the veto power in the governor, not an individual district attorney or state attorney where they can pick and choose. And so I asked my staff to review all state attorneys in the state of Florida. I wanted to see who was picking and choosing. And this is the guy that all the line prosecutors, all the law enforcement said uh, he thinks he can pick and choose which laws. And he actually signed letters saying he wouldn't force laws against uh, transgender surgeries for minors, laws protecting the right to life. And then he has all these policies in his agency 
that are called presumptive non-prosecution. No, the law is presumptively enforced. That's not something that's acceptable. Right. Uh, and so we there today, we made the decision that the jarring thing about it, though, Tucker, I had all these sheriffs from the area there. I had the former police chief in Tampa. There's a lot of line prosecutors in that office that are very happy uh, that this was done. And so we took it seriously. We did a thorough review and, and we pulled the trigger today. I mean, it's so obviously unconstitutional. Legislatures make the laws. Judges decide whether they're consistent with the Constitution. Prosecutors have no role in that. They don't have the legal right, the constitutional right to selectively enforce the law. Or am I missing something? No, you're right. But here's the here's what, what Soros is doing. It's actually smart on his part. They can't get these things enacted in a legislature where you're just going right. to let criminal run, run. So what they do, he will get involved in these Democrat primaries in a Democrat area. He'll flush a million dollars to get the radical to win the primary. Then they usually win the general because of the party affiliation difference in the jurisdiction. So then you get them in there. And what they do is they want to change the criminal justice system through non-enforcement. So it's a total yeah. end run around our constitutional system. The results uh, obviously have been destructive around the country, uh, but it also really undermines the idea that ours is supposed to be a government of laws, not a government of individual men. Even if I agreed with the results, I would hate it because it's a subversion of democracy. And I finally, someone's doing something more than wine. Thank you, Governor DeSantis, for coming on. Tonight. I appreciate it. Thanks, Tucker. So you just asked why Soros head has not been canoed in yet. That's um, a great question. He has not come. He does not come to the United he, no. States from what I know. Um, and he won't. But, uh, you know, we talk about tough guys like Ron DeSantis. Let's talk about Pennsylvania since we're on that subject in politics. And uh, okay. Pennsylvania Senate nominee Fetterman parents gave him an allowance as high as five figures well into his 40s. I'm sorry, what? Yes. They gave him up to $50,000 a year to live on. Are you fucking kidding me? Well into his 40s. Yeah, no, I'm dead serious. But remember, he's a badass. Also remember, he's one of us. Remember that he plays himself off that he's this blue collar guy. He's always walking around in, in like fucking gym shorts and a fucking sweatshirt. And he's all he's playing this role. And I've seen this role played once before. Actually, it's played every Sunday normally in the fall. But you, you have to look at the Patriots to see it. The New England Patriots, I believe they're Bill Belichick. Doesn't he always show up? I'm DM'd. He DM'd the cat scene audio from oh. Doc Saints. Okay. Thank you, Hawaiian. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I, I I don't know. But he definitely tries to pull off the Bill Belichick look wearing sweatshirts and shorts all the time. And uh, he's a lieutenant governor who pays bills as a progressive friend of the working class. He survived his 13-year tenure as mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania, thanks to his parents' money. Fetterman, age 52, was elected in 2006, left the position in 2019. After being elected, his current position in 2015, his parents were giving him $54,000, the Philadelphia Inquirer reported. As mayor, Fetterman received $1,800 uh, his uh, which was a salary for his part. Fetterman stated that his family uh, generosity allowed him to serve the public. Uh, Joe Cacavelli, uh, uh, 
Calavello, uh, a campaign spokesman, defended Fetterman, telling the Philadelphia paper that John spent his career rolling up his sleeves and fighting the, for the forgotten people in the communities of Pennsylvania. Calavello uh, pointed that Fetterman gave up working at an insurance company early in his career to pursue public service. So his, he failed as an insurance salesman. Correct. And he decided to run for office and just continued to suck on mommy's tit. Correct. The whole time. And he was still receiving money from his parents. Well, okay. so anyway, whatever. You, you don't get I money guess. from your parents until you're dead, until they're dead, I should say. God forbid. Um, but um, but that all plays yeah. into what we're talking about here. Here's another fake piece of shit. Yeah, I get it. He's running against Muhammad Oz, and Muhammad Oz is a fake piece of shit too. But and this is why I agree so much with our guest from last night, with Frank. This is why I see Frank's argument. Frank is absolutely right. That is why the independent party was established. We have to have independence. We have to. We have to have a chance to vote for somebody else. You can't just hold your nose when you go to the ballot box and go, man, this is going to stink, but I've got to do it because if I do the other, it's like death. So yeah, you hold your nose and you pick that person. That is not what voting is supposed to be about. That is not the color of it. That is not the feeling that you're supposed to get from it. Yet, that's all we seem to get. Well, speaking of uh, another piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Something else that stinks? Yes. <laughs> Hopefully, she'll get voted out. Hey, that'd this be is, awesome. This is actually another Phantom Shadow video, so this is funny <laughs> as hell. Need to shoot Soros out of the sky. We need to shoot his eye out, Jason. We don't need to shoot him out of the sky. We just need to shoot his eye out. Give him a BB gun in the winter in Ohio. He'll shoot his eye out. I believe the violence on January 6th was justified. I, I plead the fifth. Do you believe the violence on January 6th was justified morally? Um, no, but I can tell you that I plead the fifth. You believe the violence on January 6th was justified legally? <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifth. Anything you say, fifth. Go ahead and ask me a question. General Flynn, do you believe in the peaceful transition of power in the United States of America? I have a secret document that I think you need to say. <laughs> yep. Biden sucks stuff. Is that you? No. If that's you, dude, you got to take some credit for that shit because that's good. That's, I, that's funny. That that's makes me giggle. Fucking hysterical. Oh, Sparky boy, don't 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 jump the shark, darling. Um, we'll, we're getting to that next. We are. We're getting to what? We next? where are am I going? Up or down? Down in down. the middle because you didn't want to do money. Yep, that one. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. No, it never does. No, it doesn't. Never does. In our nation's 246 year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election and he lost big. 
I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Lynn and I are so proud of Liz for standing up for the truth, doing what's right, honoring her oath to the Constitution, when so many in our party are too scared to do so. Liz is fearless. She never backs down from a fight. There is nothing more important she will ever do than lead the effort to make sure Donald Trump is never again near the Oval Office. And she will succeed. I am Dick Cheney. I proudly voted for my daughter. I hope you will too. I'm Liz Cheney, and I approve this message. Of course you do, you dumb cunt. Because the only reason that nobody's telling that your father that you're a fucking gigantic whore is the reason that you probably get shot in the face if you do. Just letting you know. He oh. shot the last lawyer in the face, throwing it out there. Hey, Dick, didn't he? Dick, didn't he? Hey, Dick, I hate to tell you this, but your daughter is a fucking liar. How do I know this? Because she lied about me. Oh, she most certainly did. She sure did. We know all about your daughter being a liar yep. and a whore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know about her being a whore. Let's go, Dick. Did you fuck her? No. Then I can't. I can't. Say uh, we so can't far. confirm she's a whore. But I definitely know she's a liar because she lied Hold about on. me. Hold on. Actually, Sparky Boy, did you fuck her? Because if Sparky Boy comes back and says, yeah, I fucking blasted I mean, the shit out of that ass. Yeah. I'll be like, okay. She's oh, you know what? I think I think that dick clip um, deserves it. Deserves it. Justin a Sisolak. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Oh, it does. Yes, yeah. It's amazing. I can't tell you what a piece of fucking shit you are. Yes, it, that is uh, that is amazing. Yes. You are a fucking piece of shit. Exactly. It actually it also deserves one. what flames coming out of their butthole. <laughs> yep. I don't know how that works, but it works oh, some way. It makes well. me giggle. Anyway, um, it does make me giggle. So I do like that one. But but there are people on the ground that are are actively. Well, what did you say? There'll come a time when they can't walk down the street. Correct. Hmm. Yeah. Comes a time. There, there that, will that, come a time. That time is has come. I, I don't know. It's getting I, there, certainly. I wouldn't fuck her with one of your savage Taliban dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sparky Boy. Uh -huh. you. So she is not a whore then. <laughs> Ray Epps? No. Because we knew we know you were at the Capitol, and we weren't sure if uh... you had an earpiece and a firearm, man. That's that's a you had a firearm on federal property. That's serious stuff. I got charged with a misdemeanor for parading a picket, and that's a firearm, man. And they, I met you ten days after the FBI came to my house yeah, on April third. Okay. Well, I mean, what's going on, man? All right, yeah. What's with the earpiece at the Capitol? Well, Where, who are you talking to? Wait a minute. Is that Ray Epps? No, did they with, find Ray Epps? With Ray Epps, that's not Ray Epps. Oh shit! Because I was with, about to say he was with Ray Epps. Oh, okay. And then this guy's confronting him. Who were you talking to? Do you though? actually want to buy this bike or not? No, thank you. Who were you talking to at the Capitol of the airpiece? See you guys later. Hey, man, we're just trying to figure out what's going on. Luke Robinson, number three forty-three, removed from the FBI wanted list. 10 days after the cap uh 10 days after the fbi came to my house i met luke on april 3rd 2021 and two weeks ago i found out luke robinson was moved from 343 on the fbi most wanted list and he seems he's a nice guy we just want to know what's going on he had a firearm on him on federal property and earpiece and he was removed from the capitol we don't know what's going on, brother, but we just want to figure it out. If you, hey man, if you're in serious stuff, you got to get a lawyer. You need to figure it out, man. 
This is, uh, we want you to be safe. I know who you are. You're, are you cooperating with the FBI? I, I just don't really want to talk. Why'd they remove you from the list? Good. They've only removed three names. Go on. They've only removed three names from the FBI list. We don't. We, we're not sure why they removed you. Why they removed Ray Epps? We just. We're praying for you, Luke. We're praying for you. Amen. Everyone, that's Luke Robinson, the alleged federal informant, driving off from our operation. We tried to interrogate him, asking questions about being an alleged federal informant. He was removed from the FBI's most wanted list as number 343. Ray Epps was also removed. Ray Epps was number six, uh, number 16, removed from the most wanted list. We just have these questions for America. Wow. I respect those guys. Good shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, keep it up. Yep. Fucking A. Uh, I'd love to get these guys on there, on here and, and talk to them and ask them what they need because uh, I donate to them because holy shit, that's awesome. I, they fucking tracked his ass down and said, hey, look, dude. And the dude didn't deny it. Did anybody no, else see no, him deny it? About, I, he said, I, I just don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about he, it. He didn't want to say anything about it. This kind of goes into something else we've talked about in the past. Hmm. Something I've said a lot. I always told you all, don't worry about the Democrats. Why? Why don't worry about the Democrats? They're going to eat themselves. Yeah. I told you they were cannibalistic by nature. They have been. They have been. They've gone after themselves. <laughs> I got another example of it. What's that? Well, old Taylor Swift came to, was it Kylie Jenner? Uh, what, I don't, is that the Jenner? Is that the one that, the little one that floats around the globe doing all the weird shit? The one that, oh, I guess they all had ass implants, didn't they? Yeah. Man. I think she just had hers removed. Whatever. Anyway, Kylie Jenner got in a bit of hot water because she talked about how she was flying somewhere in a private G50 fucking golf stream anyway well taylor swift you know who she works in country music so she is like the queen of the left yeah to the left she is the queen because the way they look at her she's in a republican republican dominated field and uh, she's a leftist existing in that field and making money and all that other shit long story short she came out in her fence she said well i own a private jet too and then somebody got a hold of her travel schedule. They said, wow, yeah, you beat up those guys in that private plane, burning all those CO2 emissions. Ooh, did they turn quick on her? Oh, but she said, but no, I don't take all those flights. I'd lend them out to my friends. That's what she claimed. Yeah. Uh, so she's a watermelon is what they call her. She's green on the outside and red on the inside because she's still a communist on the inside. And she is. She said, but slashing up, she's like, I don't agree with it, though, because we're not doing anything until we're slashing enough emissions to meet the Paris Agreement of goals. And that would require deep systematic policy changes within our country. Whatever, Taylor. You're a singer. We don't pay you to listen yeah, no to cares. your political speeches. We pay you to listen to your music. Shut up and sing. You're a monkey in a box. Shut up and sing. That's it. That's all you are. 
We don't need to hear it. But, but, but not to be outdone because Taylor couldn't go out on her own. No, 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 no. Beyonce had to try to outdo her by one. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, folks. This is true. Beyonce went the next step even higher than that. What? Beyonce? Beyonce's the queen to the left, I thought. No. Beyonce's getting fucking called out in the carpet, too, because they're eating her ass, too. Beyonce caves to woke mob to remove word spas from accusations that she's going after a group of people. Yes. Mm. She caved to remove the word spaz from one of her songs. Spaz has been seen by many activists as an abolished slur against people with uh, spastic muscle muscular conditions. Woke activists don't seem to have any problems with the worst of the N-word, but the abundance of profanity in any other song. However, the woke anger turns towards Beyonce appears to have stemmed from a recent article in the guardian where they complained about the pop stars use of the word spaz. Hmm. Beyonce's commitment to storytelling musically and visually to the has unparalleled her power in, in the world, paying attention to the narratives and the struggles and the nuanced lives experienced by black women the article said, but that does not excuse her from her abolist language. Beyonce's decision to placate the woke mob comes shortly after the pop star Luzo publicly apologized to her fans for allowing similar accusations of abolism regarding the word spaz in her single girls, girls, G R R L S. I didn't even know that they spelled it that way. I, they, don't no they don't you know you don't they they don't so yeah long story short beyonce's being eaten you know what and uh i could care less but it's just funny that they're just going after her because of a word she used in a song spaz you mean to tell me that i'm not old that i remember back in the day when people used to say like uh just retarded shit yeah and they used to go after him that we're still dealing. We still do that. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Whatever. Um, Whatever. But this is really fun. This is so, this is really funny. That is new lingo. I'm old. That's new lingo. Spaz is new lingo, Leanna. No, no, no. no. Spaz no, has been around for a while. No, no, honey. They're oh. not talking about spaz in that chat. <laughs> what are they talking about? You don't want to get into what Four they're skip talking spaceship about. Four spaceship coming in for talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I even know about docking. <laughs> Holy fuck. They had docking in the army. As a matter of fact, the Navy guys used to do it all the time. It was weird. No. They were dock docking and coupling. No. Do you know how to couple? No. Coupling is weird. No. Coupling is where you pull a foreskin around another dude's foreskin. Can you not? <laughs> <laughs> no. How do you know that? Because Navy guys told me that. That's so gross. Oh, Sparky Boy said in Scotland they call it dry docking. Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> Can we please talk about how Paul Pelosi's fucking high and drunk? Well, he had drugs in him. We just right. don't know what drug. He could have had a date rape drug. I mean, that could have had him docking with somebody else just shortly before. <laughs> no, you don't want to dock. 
No, we were just talking about eating people, okay? And I brought up Paul Pelosi. So can we go back to that? Everybody else thinks it's funny as shit. So. Oh, good God. Ooh, the unshorn. Brandon oh. just said. Gotta love Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Yep, fuck Joe Biden. Entirely different picture than what we've been told happened that night. And we were right. There were a series of injuries involved, serious ones. Both cars were totaled. There were drugs involved, not just alcohol. And Paul did hand cop something that wasn't his driver's license. And just today, <laughs> on the eve of the hearing, the judge has been replaced in what? a blatantly corrupt move. What? Wait until you hear about this new judge. Let's oh. go through this step by step. Uh, this Remember they refused to hand over the mugshot in the body cam footage? Yep. Well, we know why. Court documents now show Papa Pauly P was absolutely plastered. <laughs> and that, quote, his eyes appeared red and watery. He was unsteady on his feet. His speech was slurred. And he had a strong odor of alcoholic beverage emanating from his breath. <laughs> but it wasn't just a little Chardonnay Pauly was sipping on that night. The report goes on to say that Pelosi <laughs> was under the influence of an alcoholic beverage and a drug. Whoa. And he failed several field sobriety tests. Adrenochrome? Miserably. Nah, he doesn't look that good. This report has shed some light onto the injuries of the victim as well. These injuries were much more severe than we were told. Originally, they said there were no injuries. And then it was, oh, no, you know, these injuries aren't that serious. Well, the victim is reported the day after the collision, quote, pain to his upper right arm right shoulder and neck okay. it was also difficult to lift things with his right arm. And he was suffering from headaches and from fatigue and is being treated by a physician. Remember, District Attorney Allison Haley. Hey, Allie, her entire justification for charging Pauly with a misdemeanor instead of a felony is that the injuries she said were not serious. Now we know they are serious. Primetime sort of sarcastically speculated that Pauly P, remember, tried to bribe law enforcement. This is an iPhone 11 Pro the from the back market. After the crash, but we were specialized that far off. When asked to hand over his driver's license, instead, Papa Pauly P fumbled around and then handed them a donor card <laughs> specifically for the California Highway Patrol. In other words, implying, hey, guys, I'm a donor. And I can be an even bigger donor if we can, you know, work this out. Was Pelosi so drunk he thought the donor card was his driver's license or was he trying to grease the cops? We don't know. And just so you know, this California Highway Fund accepts donations in stocks. Seriously. Which is a coincidence because Paul has a few shares he's trying to unload. The timing's actually perfect for tax purposes, of course. Now, this is the type of information we'd expect to learn in the defendant's court hearing. But you will not hear any of this tomorrow. Why? They have banned all cameras from the courtroom. And they've prohibited recordings of the live feed that goes out. But that's just where the cover-up begins. Are you ready? Because what also happened today, the night before the hearing, the presiding judge has mysteriously stepped down. And a new judge has been quickly installed. So who's this new judge? You're not going to believe this. Her name is Monique Langhorn, and she's a registered Democrat.
whose previous job, are you ready? She used to work for the Napa County DA's office. Does Judge Langhorn have any experience in criminal cases? No, this would be her first. (laughs) And it gets better. Guess who donated to this judge's campaign? The assistant DA who's going to be prosecuting the case tomorrow and and our friend Allie, the DA, Allison Haley. Hey, Allie. (laughs) What? She's very well connected. She was appointed to a special advisory board by Gavin Newsom, too. So, I mean, this this is totally deck stacking if I've ever seen it. How can we expect a fair trial here? When the judge and the prosecutors are all politically on the same side as the defendant, financially connected, there's a family connection we've told you about, too. Can you say rigged? Look, we get it. Paul's married to a California bigwig. He and Nancy are Golden State royalty. But they should. So one of the things I want you all to take away from this really quick before we, we get into what this is all really about. Because I, too, like you, Leanna, believe that this is a whole, (laughs) this has got something else to do with something else. But let me get into this really quick. Before we get any further, understand what Fox News is doing here, okay? Fox Fox News has played uh, a pretty good game of, it's it's been a very good game, actually, of gamesmanship. Um, they, They teeter a line. And... If you watch Fox News like I do, which I we pretty much you can ask Elin, we have it going on in the house 24/7. On one TV or another within our house, we have Fox News going on. One of the things we've always Even we hate them and we know their shells. We, we know their shells, but it's unfortunately it's the only one you can really listen to cuz you can't listen to Newsmax. Newsmax their people are really fucking boring. But Listening to Fox News, I've noticed something. At 8 o'clock at night, Fox News starts their more edgier programming. So, like, you get people like... Jesse Waters. Jesse Waters. Tucker. Tucker, Hannity, so on and so forth. Eh. Ingram, where they Eh. start their far-right conspiracy-type segments of their shows, although they don't really get conspiratorial they do start to talk about things a little bit more openly. And I've noticed it about Fox News that Fox News likes to do this at night. So if you pay attention to Fox News, don't listen to their daytime shit. Listen to their nighttime shit because their nighttime shit actually brings up the shit we talk about. Not to the level that we talk about it and doesn't bring in half the conspiratorial part of it, but they do start to talk about it. It's taken them years, but for instance, even Bongino's gotten to the point where he's talking about some of the shit we have been talking about for years. For instance, one of the big ones um, that he just came out with was uh, like today. I think it was today trying to remember yeah it was today because i was listening today when i heard it i was like holy shit you've got to be kidding me he's finally talking about how the jab's bad and well don't get it time he actually is admitting to regret good about getting the jab good like 
he's saying, man, I had cancer. I knew I was doing it for me, but I should never have gotten the jab. Nope. He actually has jab remorse. He's not getting a booster. He hasn't gotten boosted. Good. But he has the first two shots. And I was like, man, sure are you? So have you? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure. I know that both of mine mm -hmm. were. I know. I've been told that. Bullshit. Um, yeah. I know I got water in both mine. Anyway. There was no way they were wasting a good drug on me. Well, at Brandon's request, go ahead and play this song because I think it's going to be funny as shit. And I have to go feed the dogs real quick. Yeah, because we are going long, but yeah, we do have other and they're getting very upset to do. The dogs are fighting out in the hallway. They are, and the little one's about to eat the other big ones. Yes, let's check this one out. Okay, it's the sound is off. In God we must. Sir, please get out of the vehicle. You have a great night. Sir? Huh? Please get out of the vehicle. Get out. You know what? Absolutely. And thank you for doing your job. I appreciate it. Also, thank you for releasing me upon my own recognizance. Sir, have you been drinking? Yes, I have. I've had five or six small batch bourbons. That's a lot. I'm going to have to ask you to take a breathalyzer test. Mm-hmm. Runner, stop running! Ah. Try to catch me, Ranger Rick. Stop! Oh, oh, okay. oh yeah! Oh, woo. yeah! Look what I'm doing! Look what I'm doing! I handled this perfectly. This car is so powerful. Oh yeah! Oh wait, this is not my car. This is not my car. I don't have a gun in my car. Yeah. Hey, Corbin. Hey, Blake. Cool. Blake. Cool. He's not going to notice. Uh-uh. He's not going to notice. Control my breathing. I got to control my breathing. Oh, no. He's slow. Stop the vehicle, Officer, man. are you in need of assistance? I'm back Stop up. Stop the vehicle. I'm back up. I, Stop I, the vehicle now. I see you. Stop the no, vehicle! I see you. Get out of the vehicle! Hey, here's the good news. I came back. Let's just talk about this. Hey! Yes, that is not obviously what happened to Paul Pelosi, but I'm sure what we all hoped happened to Paul Pelosi. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was Paul Pelosi oh. or that type of shit happened? That shit would be so funny. I'm sorry I missed it, but I did manage to feed all three dogs in one minute and 45 seconds. So that's not bad. <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> I did have a fresh batch of dog food on the stove. So that's cool. So anyway. So the Alex Jones trial is still going on. Uh, well, now it's over because now he's got to pay. Well, 4.2 million. And they asked for like the, the, the prosecutors asked for like 150 million. They asked for some seriously. And just in. Just to pay the um, the parents, they haven't even gotten to punitive damages yet. That's coming next, okay? But the judge flat out said that, like, flat out told the jury that he was guilty. It wasn't about whether he was innocent or guilty. It was about how much money they were going to get from him. 
where's this plane at? In Connecticut. Yeah, I know where though. Oh no, I'm sorry. This is in Texas. This is in Austin. Yeah. Why is it in Texas? Uh, I, I guess that's where they sued him because that's where he lives. Because huh. I would have thought this. Would so have been the tried fact that they 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 awarded four point two million instead of hundred and fifty two million is a kind of a pretty big deal. But they haven't gotten to punitive damages yet. And when they do go to the punitive damages part, the judge has already ruled that um, neither Alex or his lawyers are allowed to speak at all. They're not allowed to prevent to present any, any evidence, any defense. That's just that's her ruling. I, I disagree with that. Uh, well, obviously it's illegal, but that's what they're doing. So, so this is her scolding him. Yeah. Apparently for lying under oath. Yeah. You may not say to this jury that you complied with discovery. That is not true. You may not say it again. You may not tell this jury that you are bankrupt. That is also not true. Uh, You're already under oath to tell the truth. You've already violated that oath twice today in just those two examples. It seems absurd to instruct you again that you must tell the truth while you testify. Yet here I am. You must tell the truth while you testify. This is not your show. Do you understand what I have said? Yes, I believe what I said was true. So I don't Yes, you believe everything you say is true, but it isn't. Your beliefs do not make something true. That is that is what we're doing here. <laughs> um, Just because whoa, you claim whoa, the things Whoa, 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 whoa there, sweetheart. Calm your black robe the fuck down real quick. You throw your fucking goddamn tampon back in that post of yours because we're going to we're going to talk about that real quick, because first of all, you cannot do that. You cannot say that that is well in past. And I got to tell you right now, if the Supreme Court in Texas, if this is really going on in Texas right now. And the Supreme Court in Texas is not reviewing this case with a fine-tooth comb. That tells me that what Frank told us about Texas last night is absolutely true. Because this cunt right now should be under judicial review for corrupting a jury and corrupting that of the, the whole courtroom, corrupting the court itself yeah. over what she just said. Because what she just said is illegal. It goes back to the, at the very beginning, during jury selection, she told the jury, if you believe in the first amendment, just excuse yourself. She needs to be removed from the bench immediately. I mean, seriously. Her name is Karen, Karen Cunty Boss. <laughs> so Cunty Boss. Her name is Judge Maya uh, Gara Gamble. Um, I don't care, Cunty Balls. Listen up. You are illegal. What you are doing is illegal. Yeah. Well, no, we're not playing any more of that. Okay. We're done. Well, That's we, illegal, and she should not be telling Alex Jones or any other defendant. However, this, this is one is epic. Hysterical. Thank you so much, Leanna, for fucking introducing me to this video. I am about to make you all laugh your balls off. If you haven't seen this yet, if you didn't watch Leanna's show, how dare you? 905, Monday through Friday. On the foxhole, listen for Leanna's show. She even has Twitch. a Twitch channel now. now. She's on Twitch. Holy shit. Look under Leanna Wilbert.
So when Foxhole is acting the cunt, you can go to Twitch and watch it for real and get it in the chat because I'm normally in the Twitch chat. But yeah, that's because I do a lot of driving around. But anyway, this one. Thank you, Lana. This is all you. One of the things you've been talking about on your show is your allegation that government officials are aiding in pedophilia, <coughs> child trafficking, and the grooming of children, right? What do you mean like what Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? Oh my god! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Is that not epic? That's pretty fucking epic. <laughs> I, I think we gotta watch it again. I, I gotta think, be honest with you because that's so. that good. <laughs> Let's do that again. One of the things you've been talking about on your show is your allegation that government officials are aiding in pedophilia, <laughs> child trafficking, and the grooming of children. Right? What do you mean, like? What Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? That's like taking an overhand right from Riddick. Done. Knocked you the fuck out. Good night. Enjoy that one. Seriously, dog. What? What is wrong with you? Did you eat, eat your dinner that fast? Yeah, he probably did. He probably He's did. He's probably starving. Seriously. Big bowl was empty. But anyway, yes, that was outstanding. And that needs to get a lot more traction. So everybody go check that video out. This is on, uh, where was this at, Leanna? I got to remember because you were- pull it, pull it up. You were trying to tell me. and It's uh, at uh, Damon Imani. Yeah. It, it's fucking epic. I, I saw it. It's going all over Twitter. It, it, it should be everywhere. Everybody should share that video. I don't care who you are. That fucking that shit's hysterical. Dog, get out! Because if you knock out the internet again, I will beat you. I ass. will kill you. All right. So, um, seriously, he's gonna lay in the fucking doorway. All right. Well, we gotta we gotta wrap this. Okay. Up. Well, so um, well, that's good because uh, of course I have to cover the story that. Brought us to the that, that name of the gave episode. Gave us the name of the episode. Okay. So this is great from the Daily Caller. The world's richest people have a plan for food shortages. Now, mind you, we've been talking about food shortages for a long time, right? Um, they're coming. If you're not already starting to grow your own food, like that's that's really important. All right. They call it the sniff test. The mega rich elite of the World Economic Forum. Have a plan for average Joes who might face global food shortages in the near future. It's called a sniff test. The WEF video released Wednesday saying support for British supermarkets choosing to remove the use by or best before date on different types of produce. It's now suggested that citizens use a sniff test to establish the freshness of their food. Apparently, the decision is part of an effort to limit food waste, but the timing is highly questionable. Unless you're living a 100% sustainable homesteading life, you've probably noticed that prices are going up as supplies become scarce. Back in May, Germany's economic minister, Robert Habeck, said that the then impending food shortage would be a catastrophe. He noted that WF could work with policymakers to tackle global hunger. And I guess this is their first attempt. 
Wow. The sniff test. So, guys, but wait, wait, wait. You remember in high school but hold on. when we said that if you got to her belly button and it didn't smell right, you got the fuck out? Okay, but here's the deal. They're they're doing it for like pre-packaged foods too, right? You know, you get you get a, a package of of squash or or a bag of carrots or something like that. How do you smell it through the plastic? <laughs> I hope everybody puts plastic bags over their heads and starts trying to sniff things. Yes. That'd be awesome. And it'd be such a solution to both problems. If they put us back this obviously obviously then they have no intention of masking us back up because if you you can't sniff your produce through a mask. Right? Seriously, dog. For fuck's sake. He's such a big klutz. Oh my god. This dog is amazing. Who are the monkeys referring you're referring to? Uh, well, they are all the monkeys. I mean, we've seen them everywhere. I mean, Jesus Christ, come on. Yeah. That is a that is a great question, though. How do you smell your food through your mask? Yes. Exactly. Wonder How do you smell that. your food through your mask? Great, so, great question. Anyway, but I I have there's good news on the home front. Okay. Some hope, um, some hopium. Yes. So. For for all of you pure bloods, right? Those that have remained unjabbed for two years now, you are not alone. All right. There are there are elites. No flat. You, no, you want it flat. I don't want it flat. No, you I don't like it flat. There are elites. That's how he wore it. I know. That have opted not to get the jab in protest. So go ahead and play this one before we get out of here. Oh, okay. no, no, no. You want to know who it is? Okay. It's fucking Tedros. Tedros. Thank you so much for taking the Thank time you. to be with me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I want to ask you about your own vaccination. You got your first shot when? You know, still I feel like I know where I belong. In a poor country called Ethiopia. In a poor continent called Africa and wanted to wait until Africa and other countries in other regions, low-income countries, start vaccination. So I was protesting, in other words, because we're failing. Oh, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. wait a minute. Whoa, hold on, tell me a second. You mean to tell me <laughs> that the guy who runs the WHO has not been vaccinated, has not been vaccinated <laughs> yeah. because according to him, He's protesting because not everybody's gotten the vaccine. Because he comes from a poor country and they've they've not gotten free jabs. Um, so uh he's he's hold on. This is <laughs> this is what this sounds like to me. <laughs> yes, but play it again because they couldn't understand him. By the way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane? I, I mean, literally, that's what it sounds like. It's, you can't make this shit up. I, I got to play this again. You can't make this shit up. Gross. Thank you so much for taking the Thank time you. to be with me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I want to ask you about your own vaccination. You got your first shot when? You know, still I feel like I know where I belong. In a poor country called Ethiopia. In a poor continent called Africa. And wanted to wait until 
Africa and other countries in other regions, low-income countries, start vaccination. So I was protesting, in other words, because we're failing. Uh, no, Tedros. No. You were not taking the vaccination because no. the vaccination will kill you. Yes. Mm. Yes. When was this recorded? This was fairly recent. So, yeah, this is really interesting. So, why are are all you Americans going out to get I, the vaccine? I'm just, I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know. No, you're not. You're not supposed to. Either way, um, <clears throat> we're going deeper into a recession, folks. As Joe continues to spend all of our money. Don't worry about it because education consulting firm is to promote queer mathematics in uh, K through 12 schools. This is important. Apparently, uh, Brandy Wade, director of the uh, queer mathematics teacher, laid out a plan for incorporating the gender theory into math classes and blogged on a collaborative uh, for academic and social work and emotional learning website, Castle has corresponded with an Allstate foundation um, that queer mathematics teacher is educational consulting firm that seeks to promote queer mathematics. Okay. What is queer mathematics? I, I, I two fags don't make a right. I <laughs> <laughs> okay. But wait, 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 wait. I, anyway, I, anyway, <laughs> hold on, hold on. No, no. The firm sells a book uh, titled Talking About LGBTQ Plus Identity, which includes chapters as Gender Unicorn. How do I talk about LGBTQ Plus with my students? And what if I receive pushback? The firm offers coaching services to teachers who include curriculum design, district-wide audits, professional development workshops, and the site claims the ability to consider sexuality irrelevant of mathematics context and hetero uh normality privileged positions and notes that some areas of expertise include queer pediology teaching mathematics for social justice fostering students in the growth of the mindset while advocating for systematic change and humanizing mathematics education for lgbtq plus students because everything is so male driven well, hold on. Uh, this is this is great. I didn't even know this existed. I found this article. It was in it was in my newsfeed. Okay, from OFM. The queer stories you want, the media you trust. That's their that's that's their their headline. OFM. The queer stories you want, the media you trust. Let me read this. Okay. This is, this is insane. All right. 22 state attorneys, 22 state attorneys general have filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration to require the Department of Agriculture, Agriculture, USDA, to give money for school meals to schools that discriminate against LGBTQ students. The case is over a rule from the USDA, which established that states involved in the school meal program have already agreed to abide by federal civil rights laws, including Title IX. Title IX bans discrimination in education on the basis of sex. The Biden administration has interpreted Title IX to also ban anti-LGBTQ discrimination. Tennessee Attorney General Herbert Slattery released a statement in which he claims that the USDA 
overstepped its authority by issuing the rule and infringed on states' rights to ban trans students from participating in school athletics or require them uh, to use the appropriate restroom. Slattery was quoted, the case is yet again about a federal agency trying to change law, which is Congress's exclusive prerogative. The USDA simply does not have that authority. To be clear, the USDA did not say that school lunch funding would be withheld if states do not comply with civil rights legislation, but that cases would be referred to the Department of Justice. The decision came as a result of the Supreme Court's ruling in 2020's Bostock versus Clayton County, in which the court ruled that Title VII's ban on employment discrimination on the basis of sex prohibits anti-LGBTQ discrimination. President Biden followed up on the ruling by signing two executive orders that instructed federal agencies to fully implement the understanding that anti-LGBTQ discrimination is inherent in sex discrimination. The states involved in the lawsuit are Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Georgia, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia, and West Virginia. Hey, what do wait, wait. all those states have in common? They're all red. It yeah. feels somewhat ridiculous to have to point out the absurdity of nearly half of the states in America suing the government for the right to discriminate against trans people. There's not a third sexuality in our world. <clears throat> I know. There's men and there are women. Yeah. And there are eunuchs, eunuchs, but that's because they neither have male genitalia so, or female genitalia. There's, there's, there was a particular phrase in here that, that really piqued my interest. It said that when they're talking about the Tennessee attorney general, right, saying that the USDA overstepped its authority by issuing the rule and infringe on states' rights to ban trans students from participating in school athletics or require them to use the appropriate restroom. The appropriate restroom? What's wrong with that? Meaning the the, the male or female restroom, the appropriate restroom? Yeah, they it have would, to. It would require, yes, right? It requires them to use the appropriate restroom. So that, that means they draw a difference between a male and a female. That that implies that there's that, a difference. That the trans person using the other restroom would be inappropriate. Correct. Like if a, a maybe there's someone, a white hat still in charge is what you're thinking. I'm just I, just that maybe that particular maybe, wording, maybe there's a possibility that, that there's a white hat. I, not not necessarily. I'm not saying there's a white hat in there. I'm just saying that. Why wouldn't it be a white hat? In their own psychology, they even though they don't they recognize it they still deep down understand that, that there's a difference that there's a difference and that it is inappropriate for someone with a fucking twig and berries dingling dangling to go and hang out in a women's restroom. Hmm. I'm just saying I, it just, anyway, the whole thing. Interesting. Interesting. It kind of, it kind of was. So, um, so anyway, um, we talked about uh, last week how our friend Leanne Kay um, was right about Mansion. Yes. Right. And oh, we were like, okay, well, time. yeah, right about Mansion. We were like, all right, well, we're holding out on Cinema now. Yeah, we didn't have to hold out for long. Nope. Cinema announces a deal with Schumer on taxes and climate. What do you know? 
They're spending more of our money that we don't Three have. days before the vote, folks. They vote in three days. Mm-hmm. And Cinema comes out, says that Schumer's gotten there too. So what it really means, if you're trying to figure out politics, folks. They've been is, playing you the whole time. No. They have something on Cinema that Cinema doesn't want because obviously it would not get her reelected, which case she doesn't want that out there, therefore... She's making sure that it doesn't boop. Uh, Apparently she and Schumer have reached agreement on protecting manufacturing from the impact of a proposed 15% corporate minimum. That's all bullshit because just the other week she was saying, no, you can't do that to fucking corporations. What changed now? said we have agreed to remove the carried interest tax provision. bullshit bullshit it's all bullshit protect advanced manufacturing and boost our clean energy economy in the senate's budget reconciliation legislation it's all bullshit yeah that is all bullshit they are literally doing this now this is all about like look <clears throat> we've got the shiny object it's up here everybody keeps looking at it but nobody looks down below to see what's going on to everybody else yep so that that's it. Biden's build back better green deal social agenda is probably going to get passed. And yep. So um, I don't know if you want to play any of this douchebag or no, yeah, we're going to no. get out. We're, we're going to get out of here. Yes. Either way. Um, Saturday, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Sunday at two o'clock, two o'clock. Who do we got? Um, Steve from Slow News Day will actually be joining us at three, but I figured we can easily bullshit for an hour. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, easy. that's that, that that's no problem. Too. So, um, but and we might go a little longer too, but yeah, so we're going to talk about the- We have as much time on Sunday as we want. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of one of the things I like about- Yes, Sunday. exactly. Um, yeah, because we're the only show on- Only show on Sunday. Yeah. Show. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, so Sunday, two o'clock for True Spiracy, MK Ultra. MK Ultra is what we're talking about. MK Ultra is what we're talking about. You all really want to go down this road. Oh, yeah, because I know you know a whole bunch of shit about it. So we're going to have an easy time in the first hour. Then we're going to bring Steve in because he uh, he he started talking about something in our conspiracy group um, on Twitter uh, about they're talking about um, small pharma. Yeah. Small pharma. No, I, I know exactly what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. If he knows what I'm talking about, then he knows that. So we're gonna, well, he probably doesn't. Mate, well, I don't know, but we're going <laughs> to fall down. Small pharma rolls down a whole separate hill of other people that not technically are their drugs sanctioned for what they're supposed to do. Yeah. So we're going to So mind control is yep. like, that. that's where, that's how we got acid. Well, we'll, do, we'll, we'll get into that on Sunday. So save, save And it. understand, understand folks. I am not against acid. I love one of my favorite drugs to do yep. when I was a kid. Acid. Loved it. Loved dairy double dip, double dipped Jerry Garcia's. Matter a- of fact, acidophilus. Justin knew that I loved it so much when we went out there. He had acid waiting for us to give you an idea. I mean, I was like, holy shit. I haven't done acid in over 30 fucking years. And let me tell you something. I saw some fucking purple dragons that night. Anyway. It's good shot. Point being is that's where they got acid from. Acid came out of that. That was all part of that acid bullshit. It was weird. Yep. So anyway, so that's that's I think that's going to be a very fun episode. So yep. Sunday at two o'clock, and uh, and I'm going to try and get the first Freedom Gardens episode out 
tomorrow. So there you go. I'm going to start a new uh, YouTube channel. So look for it on YouTube first, yeah. uh, but and well, I'll, actually, I'll, no correction. Look, look for it here first Yeah, and we'll get you the YouTube channel. If you, you want to send it to somebody. So that way we know that you guys could send it out and get it out to the masses. But yep. um, if you want to do it, there will be no cussing. So let's make sure that we have some rules here established. So there's no cussing. They're going to be short clips. Yeah. They're not going to be real long, but we're going to go through the steps of what it takes to raise chickens, to uh, build a pen, to do everything else. I'll even go through how the pen was built for you. Um, grow, I can, grow your own food inside and outside. Make make your own Irish cream. I'll be doing so boys too. If you're worried about uh, when it comes hunting season two, I've got shit for um, all the hunters out there. What I use to lure in my own. We're going to do it right out here too. We're going to lure in deer. I'll show you the lick I get and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about all of that yet. Yeah, no cussing. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be yeah, difficult. It's gonna be family friendly. It will be family friendly. So that way the kids can learn something from it too. Yeah. Um, we're trying to make this one more, I guess, mainstream, yeah. I guess is the way to put it because we try to stay off the mainstream, but we're just trying to put it out there so we can get masters or, distribution we know if i'm cussing in it then obviously that's not going to get mass distribution because exactly. nobody wants to hear some thunder cunt comment no in the middle of something yeah no. you're a cock juggling thunder cunt you know nobody wants to hear that so i mean only <clears throat> on my good days but uh yeah no um <laughs> all right we got to get out of here justice to set up his show we do yep so uh, either way, for the Mick, Lynn. Uh, we will see you on Sunday at 2 o'clock for True Spiracy. Other than that, we will see you Monday night, 6 p.m. Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our normal uh, news hour. Why the pedo tube? Why not rumble? We're going to do rumble too. It will be, it'll be everywhere. It will be everywhere. It will be wherever you see this podcast at. It will be wherever that is. Yep. But what we're trying to do is add it to YouTube so it can get more mass distribution because yeah, it's important for people to learn how to yeah. survive going forward. Yep. So, okay. So either way, yep. uh, for the Mick, and Lynn. we will talk to you later, folks. Thanks a lot for tuning in and uh, good night. Thanks for watching. There's a system in the backwoods There's a way of doing things If you break in, we don't leave all of the fun to the police I just heard a bunch of racket Coming from the back screen door Soon as you step in, I'm gonna drop you on the kitchen floor Cause we ain't playing We ain't playing My salt off 12 gauge spreads a country mile, you know it Step one foot in this house, son, you've already blown it Text 20 minutes for the police to find my house But I'll have you gone in less than one Cause out here I am 911 Texas has the castle doctrine, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Carolinas, Oklahoma, they're all here to let you know. 
But then we got New York, New Jersey With a duty to retreat I guess they'd rather have you dead Than to protect your family And that's why My sawed-off 12 gay spreads A country mile, you know it Step one foot in this house, son You've already blown it Text 20 minutes for the police to find my house And I'll have the job already done Cause out here I am 911 That sheriff, he can't save you It'll already be too late But that gun will sure protect you to live to see another day My sawed off 12 gate spreads a country mile, you know it Step one foot in this house, son, you've already blown it Text 20 minutes for the police to find my house But I'll have you gone in less than one Cause out here I am 911 So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we found uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life. Their money, uh, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we're, we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, it's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, 
okay, I, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This, this, this is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you and, uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's, uh, that's another really important thing these days. So folks, again, culturelife1972.com use promo code Patriot party, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right. Thank you. Email where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life.